0: Coming up, Anzac Day heartbreak, especially for me. We might sound at times when we discuss Nick Dacos' performance in this pod that we – you could accuse us of hating on him, but to be quite honest, the man is having one of the best second seasons of all time. I think that's really important to take note of. But we do dissect his performance, the media hype, where it stands compared to some of the greats, and genuine reactions um, to what was a a heartbreaking loss for Bombers fans – I think there's been some pivotal results happen this week that really shape the futures of a few clubs, positive and negatively, going forward. We also talk about player mobility, um, how we went in the tips. Alzi gets a nod because she got a nine out of nine. What a bloody superstar. All that and more. Hope you enjoy it. Here are the red hot chili peppers.
1: shot it the other day, I was like, I was like, this warms the heart. And it was just Richmond 16th, Hawthorne 18th. I'm
0: like, I'm like <laughs> anyway. They're in, they're in big strife. Hawthorne? I know that they were pretty competitive. Yeah, Hawthorne?
1: Yeah. They're, they're fucked, man. They're in big strife. Yeah.
0: Sam, Sam Mitchell won't see this out. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. When you say won't see it out, like the proper rebuild back to contention. Yeah. How far do you think you'll get? I
1: think they're 10 years away from contending.
0: 10 years? 5 to 10 years, yeah. Now, I think the rules will change in that time to give them more of a chance. Okay. Not for them, but they were talking about um, the potential for player mobility. You can be traded without... Oh, against your will. Can be traded without uh, your slob. <laughs> um, I know, and uh, Brad Scott said this. He's like, uh, against your will. It's like a... That's a thing that only the AFL says. Yeah. In other sporting codes around the world, it's just called being traded. Yeah. This against your will. Yeah. It's not
2: rape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like yeah. a list manager walking in and putting a gun to, <laughs> to Isaac Rankin's head and be like, you are getting traded, mate. Because we're getting three first round picks. <laughs> not if you agree. great. Blink once for yes. <laughs> like that's not a thing that's going to happen, right? So, I oh, think Darcy Parish, you are fucking staying, cunt. <laughs> and Brad Scott made the point when he was asked by uh, Waitley, I think it was, yeah. and he's like, "It's going to happen." He yeah. goes, oh, "He goes, I see it as inevitable. There's appetite for it in the industry, and that will only grow." Yeah, and. I think he's right. The more of these long-term contracts we see, how many of them are working out, by the way? The Clayton Oliver one is going to work out as a long-term contract. Yeah. Can guarantee that. Yeah. but it's, If I'm
1: Richmond, I'm, I'm looking to trade Torino ter- and Hopper. I really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Make the most of your failed investment <laughs> as quickly as possible.
1: Gun to Torino's head. You are going to the Gold
0: Coast. Um, pull that mic a tiny bit closer to you, mate. That'll do. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. The um, how's my spikes? <laughs> they're good. <laughs> uh, this is all going in. By the way, into the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recording. That's fine. <laughs> Rolling start, baby. Spikes. He just showed me his mohawked pubes. <laughs> it's fascinating viewing.
3: Yeah.
0: I think the player mobility is inevitable as well. Yeah. It's just the AFLPA that are like, nah. But Brad Scott made the point. He's like, maybe if you trade a player, you have to pay them a 10 to 15% annual bonus. Yep. So you're on 300 um, or 350. We're going to pay you 35 or 42 or like, you know, yeah. whatever. We're going to pay you extra to leave. Yeah.
1: So if Geelong go, Ollie Henry, hmm. you're going back to Collingwood. And he goes, <gasps> Mummy.
0: <laughs> no, I think only if you've got to move <laughs> interstate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you've got a move, yeah. pay them a bonus. Yeah. And suck it up. Yeah.
1: Oh, it sounded like, Ollie Henry, his camp made it sound like he was interstate.
0: But that's all right. Uh, you know what I think it is? There's not enough money in the game where we can just trade players willy-nilly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to trade. So oh, say- you're,
1: you're, Yeah. In the NBA, you're trading like a $15 million player. I'll give you an example yeah. of a $25 player- $25 million dollar
0: player. A player who, um, like Nick Martin. Yeah. How much money do you reckon he's on, man?
1: Little to nothing. One hundred and twenty in the AFL scheme you, of things. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Like down in that bottom ten percent. Yeah, but he's a good player. Yeah. And if a club came along and said, "We are happy to give you a late first round pick," which I know sounds exaggerated, but yeah. let's just say someone was like prepared to West Coast, whatever. money freeze up. What? Yeah, we'll yeah. give you the first of the uh, first pick of the second round. Yeah, we think he's going to be a gun. We'll get him back to wherever. Who fucking yeah.
1: cares? Um, oh, so he's, yeah, he's from Adelaide. So say Adelaide want him. Win. Sure.
0: Say Sloan retired. There you go. Yeah. And they're like, we want him. Um, we'll give you this. It's really hard to move a kid that's on that kind of money. Yeah. Now, if they're going back home, it makes life a little bit easier. Yeah. But I think the way we're going to start is if you earn over X amount, you can get traded. Yeah. And I think that amount should be 500. Yeah. Yeah. Because that top. got pretty decent players on 500 right yeah that very top bracket won't be traded yeah that million plus they're not getting traded no there's no. like 10 of them yeah right yeah no one's moving those guys yeah and most of them would be captains almost and to be honest I think you can here's the other yeah um extra element say Bont's about to resign say parish is about to resign yeah and he goes I'll stay but I'd like a no trade clause and the club go well we're not we're not going to pay you 1.1 if you want a no-trade clause so we can't move you, mm. so you can plan the rest of your life right here, Yeah, we'll give you the five years, but it's one mil.
3: Mm.
0: I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that gives the player proper security in a market that's about to have volatility. Yeah. And it gives the club security, but they just get a small discount. That's, yeah. What's that? Like a 9% discount. So, yeah. I, I don't mind it. We've got, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. But by the time we get to the when rookies or like that bottom 10% are on like 300,000 a year then you should be able to move whoever you want whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 300k a year is more than enough to pack up and fuck off. Go yeah. rent, go rent a place and half of them live with teammates anyway when they're super young.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. There's not too yeah, many yeah. Yeah, they all they all rent together. Right, yeah. There's
0: not too many 27-year-olds in the AFL. Yeah. Um on 120,000. Mm. Anyway, but Back to – circle all the way back to Sam Mitchell.
1: Be hard for Tom Hawkins on his $75,000 for Geelong to move from his farm to Tullamarine, wouldn't it?
0: Pretty tough, man. Yeah. Who's going to look after the cows?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Cameron.
0: Who's going <laughs> to milk him? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Danger, would you mind going around and just uh, pulling the tits for a <laughs> while, mate? <laughs> I'm stuck in um, – Black, Blacktown at training, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> up in Homebush.
0: Oh, Cow Country, uh, Blacktown. That well. Yeah, So when you say Sam Mitchell won't see this through, mm. ten years is long. Yeah, fuck. Oh, what a bit. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I, I think they're in. I think they're in a world of hurt. Yeah, I'm. I'm not convinced their kids are that good. I know the kids, but like, what if they're no good? Yeah, they deserve. We're looking at. A, looking at a North Melbourne-like scenario where it's just going to take a long, long time.
0: I was... Get, I was. You took the words right out of my mouth, man. Yeah. This... They put all those veterans up for trade. Yep. And then they... You know, Luke Bruce was like, nope. Nah. Tom Mitchell said no. Jaeger yeah. said no. Chad said no. Yep. The next year, they get rid of Mitchell and Jaeger
1: yep. and... And Gunston wanted out.
0: Gunston yep. wanted out. McAvoy retires. I'm stunned that... I actually respect Luke Bruce if he wants to be a one-club player, but... Yeah. I don't know why he'd stick around for that. Considering the clubs that were interested in him,
1: like he could have gone to Carlton, man. It Imagine could've... Luke Bruce in the forward line at Carlton. Dude, any number of spots.
0: I think your club is the best fit for him. But... Oh,
1: yeah. we. Um, I think we were interested in him two years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rightly. So every club.
0: Yeah. Every club should be interested in, maybe not Brisbane. Yeah. Well, he's off. a
1: modern day great of his position.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I would say, well, he's clearly been the best Forward pocket player since Stephen Milne. I was going to say over the last decade. So yeah. yeah, that's probably pretty much correct. Yeah, that Hawthorne dynasty started ten years ago. Yeah. I know Hawks fans act like it finished two years ago. Yeah, it started ten years ago.
3: Yeah,
1: so and it ended in a semi final against the Western Bulldogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not keeping keeping score. Nah, right? nah, and but, I don't
1: remember the commentary. I don't remember the commentary when Bont was one out with Hodge and defeated him in a contest <laughs> at twenty one years old. <laughs> And Bruce goes, Oh, feels like uh feels like the uh changing of the guard. Yeah, changing of the guard. Mm. I nearly said the handover of the baton. He didn't say that. But
0: uh bont would have loved that. Yeah. Pass the phallus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me hold your stick. <laughs> uh Give me the rod, Hodge. Yeah. Give it to me. Well
1: before before we do a little deep dive, it is his two hundredth game this week, Bont and Pelly. The Bont? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a very good hundred and ninety seven games. Probably three bad ones in there, honestly.
0: Why hundred and ninety seven? Oh, three bad ones. <laughs> Here he is. Yeah. Um, I can name you three bad ones in the last twelve months. Yeah, now. I know. <laughs> last year wasn't amazing. No.
1: Nah. But he was he still he still dug deep. Nah, pretty impressive 200. Well, don't
0: forget you spent was it 8 or 9 weeks playing him injured before you finally gave him a week off. Yeah. And yeah. then he improved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we, we gave him a week off and he got three votes the week the week he came back because <laughs> he's, you know, <laughs> something wrong with him. Because he's, he's a beverage, superstar. Man.
0: There's something wrong with him. Yeah. There has to be.
1: Yeah. But anyway. But yeah, anyway. Just a little special. It's funny
0: him. I was having a long chat um about bonds. I was saying how I'd said to you it was either preseason or earlier in the year. Yeah. That it's really hard to be a top five player in the game. So difficult that I think Bond has only reached that feat once. Yeah. Despite the fact he is one of the best players in the game. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. To be in that top five. Yeah. Now it's not that. Which is great
1: because we know Tim Turano is not going to be in it. Tim Turano is King not going to be in it. <laughs> He's not going to be in yeah. it.
0: It's yeah. almost. Ever. I mean.
1: Ever. But anyway, don't let me distract you from your point. So
0: I've had a long chat with someone about like, not that they were disagreeing, but I'm just saying that that like that top five players in the game is clearly a step above the players that are ranked 10 to 20.
3: Yeah. It's yeah. like clear. Yeah.
0: So... And I was like, Bond's not in there this year. I say that and then he does that on the weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck me. And then I literally watched things saying, is Marcus Bontempelli the best midfielder this year? I was like... Guys, he had eight touches in a half the week before.
1: Yeah, he got tagged out of a game. Yeah.
0: And then he had an average half in the St. Kilda game as well. Mm, three quarters. There was another game where he was like, he quietened right up. Mm. I can't remember. I lo- I did oh, look. Oh, he it. was.
1: Yeah, it would have been St. Kilda because he was a beast against Brisbane. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think the St. Kilda one was, he was putting in all the effort. Yeah. But he gave away a bunch of free kicks that he doesn't normally give away. Yeah. And I think he quietened up. There's so above 50%. So he's probably played three and
1: a half really good games out of the six.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I'm not knocking him. Yeah. It's if he puts together another performance like he did the, the weekend just gone. Yeah. Next week. Yeah.
1: Maybe
3: he's an opportunity top, to. We're maybe he, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe he is a top five player in the game right yeah.
3: now. Yeah.
0: But to say that he's the best midfielder in the game after it was a complete performance.
1: Yeah. And uh yeah, it had it all. It really did.
0: I'll fast forward for a bit of a spoiler, which we'll discuss later. But actually, we might as well just add it in now. He yeah, was, let's it, just throw it in early. Why not? He's, he was my MVP. Yeah, and He was mine. my player of the yeah. that was. I, I went the early crow
1: and I said, it's going to be hard to beat him. He's my MVP. And so you're that, like, settle down, dude. We've got five games to go. Yeah, there was a
0: lot of footy was left to pre, go. It was, was
1: pre, it was pre-Sunday's early game. Yeah, I said you that. said
0: it on Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> so there's eight games of footy eight games. left. <laughs> uh, but, and rightfully so. Yeah. I think it was like the highest ranked game. Yeah. Um, super coach and AFL ranking and everything. I mean, you had him as your captain, didn't you? I did have him as my captain in Supercoach draft, which is a huge bump. Yeah. Did you I, win
1: uh, Supercoach draft? I lost week? on a technicality. Yeah. I thought you did.
0: One of my bench players didn't get, yeah, i multiple outs and it didn't use one of my emergencies I, I can't quite figure out yeah. why was right. it against Smitty yep
1: yeah okay
0: yeah, yeah one of the on technicalities yeah. sneaky bastard yeah he was lapping it up mm. yeah but uh, the bond yeah we can talk about Nick Dacos kicking two goals and getting 40 touches yeah but I will take these numbers every day of the week <laughs> 31 18 contested yeah went at 81% efficiency yeah A couple of goals, nine score involvements, one goal assist. Those are the same um, scoreboard impact numbers that Dacos had. Nearly the same meters gained.
3: Yeah.
0: Eight clearances though. Ten tackles though. Yeah. Like Dacos had one tackle. Yeah. Did he have a clearance? Probably not. Maybe one at best. And there's no way he had 18 contested touches. He might have had four. Like that's. I know that they're slightly different roles, but I'm taking that impact every day of the weekend. Yeah.
1: And because Bontempele is in at the coalface, I'm sure he gets a few fists into his ribs. Dacos, one fist into the ribs, thought he was going to get stretched off. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm saying, he's soft. Soft. He doesn't need to be the hardest man in the competition, but no. he is, he's softer than the average AFL player, I would say. Yeah. So
1: his, his um. Oh, just quickly, uh, I heard a rumor over the weekend, actually, and um, huge if true, hilarious if true, that um, his nickname's Whispery. Whispers, and his um, Instagram tags Nick Whispery Dacos, I think, or Whispery Dacos, right? And apparently, um, apparently, I was told on good authority, and it was very strongly put to me that it's a self proclaimed nickname that every time he walks in a room, people whisper. Let people talk about him. No. Yeah, apparently, it's just what I've heard. My source is not credible. But some, fuck. If that's true, bad.
0: Some homeless person at yeah. the Street. If if um, that's
1: true, dude, get fucked. When you say
0: not, <laughs> when you say not credible,
1: yeah, oh, just a like a half pissed mate. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh no, nah, I've heard, Like, yeah, apparently that's it. That is why. That's why his thing is like whispery dacos. Interesting. Yeah. Because apparently when he walks in rooms, people just whisper. Oh, there's Nick Dacos.
0: Do you know what I've been calling you to other people? The briefcase. <laughs> the briefcase. When it's time to go to work, I gotta fucking carry you everywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: God. Moth, pigeon, briefcase. Yeah, it's right. never ending. It's never ending. It's a
0: constantly evolving part of your life. Yeah. Who knows what your gravestone will say? And I'll make sure that I'm the one that pays for it <laughs> so I can get whatever the fuck <laughs> I want put on there. Yeah. Well, so Saw- head-to-head
1: odds does have you quite short on the surviving longer.
0: <laughs> Jack the briefcase Hollands. yeah Saw one grand final. That's all I'm putting on there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> In brackets, unbelievable, unbelievably hard to believe. Died at the hands of his own forklift. Forgot to put handbrake on.
0: Unbelievably hard to believe. <laughs> we just call that unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, briefcase, wordsmith, Hollands. <laughs> Bang on. Uh, oh dear.
1: Anyway, back to the bond. There's a reason I'm not a best-selling author, Bob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, he was good at English. <clears throat> now, the the other thing about like, it's even the little things. Nick Dacos had, uh, I know that they're, I don't actually know exactly what these are. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the formula. Nick Dacos had zero one percenters. Yeah. And his defensive stats are basically non-existent. I read that as like cracking in, like
1: not winning your football, but putting like putting really big pressure acts on. Yeah. Like I know they tally pressure acts in a different stat, but I think they go hand in hand. Cause like when you say, say you're, say you're in charge of a business, which you have been in the past. Mm Mm-hmm. And you've got an employee that does extras and is on top of everything and is reliable. You know, that's someone doing the one percenters. That's what that means.
0: Yeah, but in footy parlance, are these – so a smother would be a one percenter. Correct. A spoil would be a one
3: percenter.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cracking in. Yeah, so I don't know what else goes into the formula, but they are still impact plays and that's – or impact moments, and that's why they're measured.
1: So he had zero? He had zero.
0: Bond Bond had had six. six. Yeah. Um, and it's just really hard for me to fathom how I can look at Nick Daycos's stats and not assume that they're bruise—it's bruise-free, fo- cheap football. Yeah, and Marcus Bontempelli is putting everything on the line. Yeah, to get the win for his team, and yeah. I, this is not supposed to be. Hey, by the way, everyone, Nick Daycos is actually shit. Mm. It's just this talk of that being the performance of the weekend I'm not going to accept it. Yeah. It How was... much trouble
1: would my footy side be in without pelly oh. We'd be pretty run of the mill average man.
0: Yeah, you'd be crying out for a superstar midfielder. Yep. That said, I think Jack McRae had a career high 14 contested uh, 14 clearances.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
0: And he st- had a huge game, dude. Yeah.
1: Trelaw looked better. The stat I He's having swore... way more centre bounce attendances. I
0: think it said McRae Oh, it's something like only player to have 20 plus contested in a game and go at 80% disposal efficiency for the year. I don't think I'm wrong on that. It was...
1: Yeah, 86%, 29 disposals at 20 contested. That's
0: phenomenal, man.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. And this is a guy who hasn't been in amazing form. Mm. Uh, Yeah, 14 clearances, four from center center bounce. And 16 center bounce attendances. So what Bevo's actually done here is he's switching the magnets a bit more with Trelaw and McRae. So instead of taking Liber out, he's keeping Liber in. Like he didn't um he's not playing this week, sadly, but he's keeping Liber in at all costs with Bont, but he's rotating Trelaw and McRae. And Trelaw provides that little bit more speed on the inside. Yeah. Coming out from the inside.
0: Sure. Yeah. But you can't put Liber anywhere else, man. He's a one trick pony. Correct.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But we were, and that was a, that was a massive issue. Yeah, that's a problem. You can't yeah. do that either. He's not a half forward flanker. And I think
0: if you can move you need to transition away from which you've been doing. I'll give you that. The Bailey Smith getting thirty five on the yeah, outside. Yeah. you need to get away from that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he's been out of the side, and no offense to him. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you notice his absence? Uh, no, not no, at all. No, you don't. No, No. Nah.
0: You've got a young. But do you
1: notice? Did you notice Sam Walsh's absence? Oh, most certainly. Yeah, dude. Mm. So, there, there you go. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think Port would really notice if they didn't have Rosie. And I said it week. on
1: this podcast two years ago that Bailey Smith is someone we should be trading.
0: Yeah, had currency. Had currency. It will only go downhill now.
1: Marketing he, currency. He, it, he can make a go. Field up. currency
3: man. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yep. It's yeah. Like If I was his agent, I would have said, "Hey, let's facilitate this trade contract negotiations." Yep. He's worth an extra five thousand members a year to yeah, the man. right club. I think yep. that that's and his more image. Than his
1: image. His image is a big club image. Like, he'd be on a Richmond poster. He'd be on their membership pack straight away. Yep. He'd be on your membership pack straight away. You know? Once you've taken Braden Ham off it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> nah. Maybe not yours. it would certainly be on... It would have been on Richmond's two years ago.
0: Gold Coast? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, Fremantle? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Bunch of clubs. Yeah. So, maybe even Adelaide, because until Rankin and Rochelle sort of bobbed up, yeah. Taylor Walker had had his controversies. Yeah. Oh, Jordan Dawson as well, but Rory Laird was not a very marketable midfielder.
1: No, no. Jordan Dawson's not that marketable.
0: Right? Nah. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess because Bailey Smith is, yeah, he is very marketable. Mm. Anyway. His currency will, has slid, clearly. Yeah. If, you, if there was a trade to be facilitated now compared to 18 to 24 yeah. months ago, it's not going to be as much. He's young, though. He yeah. can make it go back up. Yeah. But if I was the list manager, I'd have an asterisk next to that name. Yeah. When we think his star has risen again, yeah. we need to do something about it. Yeah. And the minute in any season, be it this or the next, that you find yourself out of the finals race, give him the ball. Yeah, raise that profile as much as possible. Yeah. that's smart list management. Yeah. Anyway, I like your, I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, mate. If I interviewed for that position, I would fucking revolutionise your football team. Well, can you? It like, doesn't. It doesn't take much. I don't think. But yeah, Bond McRae, um, super performances in that game. Frio, I mean, they're done, right?
1: They're terrible, dude. Yeah. 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 So. I don't know if any of the listeners have seen, but um, they were shown behind the goal footage and this, this sums up the night. So this is your captain playing on Roy Lobb, Alex Pearce. Oh Meant to be your leader. He had a dog of a night, Bob. A dog of a night.
0: Very much More so. More worried
1: about uh, – I've never seen a club so offended about someone so average departing their club. Like, yeah, I get, I get the way in which he did it. Like two years of trying to get out when, you know, they had facilitated a trade for him to want – because he wanted to go there.
2: Yeah. It's and then all not of a sudden
1: great. he goes, Well, nah, nah, I don't want to be here. Um, he's sort of in that Jesse Hogan mold, isn't he? Like, you know, Jesse Hogan was a bit that way. He arrived at Fremantle, he was unfit, didn't care, caught smoking. I mean, God forbid having a dart. Wow, what a crime. But, you know, bad look. Rory Lobb didn't do that, but you know, the attitude, it's all about attitude and the way the
0: And way public, p- perception. Yeah, I, public
1: perception. Yeah,
0: public perception. Yeah, I think the GWS Giants made a point of making him look bad yeah yeah because I think they thought they,
1: yeah they reported oh Rory Lobb Rory Lobb um, oh but he purchased a 1.4 million dollar property in South Yarra and I'm like what's that a one bedroom bungalow dude what fucking the housing market in South Yarra is yeah like... that's a two bathroom and, yeah. apartment yeah man
0: it's not even a special no no, no a nice yeah.
1: house in South Yarra is going to cost you maybe four mil
0: yep yeah 100% yeah
1: so yeah there you go real estate moth but um <laughs> Yeah, domain.com forward slash moth. There it is. Um,
0: use, the, use the discount code at checkout. Nah, yeah.
1: Coming from a bloke who is, oh, I'm further away. I'm further away from buying a house. You can't afford a
0: cubby house.
1: No, no, no. Rory Lovell will play a good game before I buy a house, Bob. The- no, nah, <laughs> that's a bit harsh.
0: I like that you're... Um, Hypercritical of him. I was going to be more generous and okay. say that you, <laughs> that you're seeing him, his performance, mm. the trade, and the position for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Probably the way everyone else sees it. Now bit I know stuff, you,
1: bit of a stuff up
0: preseason. You would have been pretty hopeful. Yeah. This is not to say that he won't have games where he kicks four. Yeah. Because you are trying to supply him. Yeah. So it's bound to happen. And like you said, you've got a pretty easy kill this week. Yeah. If he just chips in a goal, one goal, one. Yeah. Doesn't look great. Yeah. Mate,
1: A couple of hit outs against a tired young Ruckman.
0: I would be, if I was Beva, I'd be like, I know who you are. Yeah. But we can afford to drop you and still win games of football. Yeah. I thought Jamara had more of a strut and confidence about him.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: he's building week on week. Like, we're not going to get, you know. He got, okay, he, he got overhyped. Yeah, yeah. As a number one pick. Yeah. He got massive. Oh, the next Bland's Franklin, mate. What ridiculous yeah, pressure. Man. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just chill the fuck out and yeah. see if the guy can play footy. Plus, yeah. he's what is he, 6'6? Six, six? Yeah. He's gonna take some time. Yeah. And now that he's had He's got a nice set shot routine, man. Like it'll it'll do him wonders once he's fully developed. He came out barrel chested out of the 50 a couple of times. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I've seen that yet. Yeah. So follow up tackles too. Good pressure. Right. Yeah. So he's
1: clearly... Doesn't a- always get him, but he's, he's in there. He's clearly athletic. Yeah. And he's clearly listening to instruction. Mm. Follow up. Mm. Try and win the ball back. Yeah. But um,
0: we're not maximizing Aaron Norton. Not at all. No. And that's why I think you can sit Rory Lobby out. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you play Josh Bruce in the team, and if things aren't working, you flip him forward. Yeah. Which is like proper in-game magnet spinning. Mm. There's no reason that can't work. Yeah. He's out for a while. Like, oh, whatever. Is- yeah. That's right. Of yeah. course. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. What about Alex Keith? Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> he's fine. Yeah. He's not great. It's just, <laughs> just retarded. It's yeah. not very good. Just, <laughs> just mildly retarded. He's like the slowest player I've ever
1: seen. Um, oh, yeah. Quickly to finish my point what I was banging on about before with the Alex Pierce thing behind goal vision, um, Jamar Hagan was um, lining up for goal. Um, Six Fremantle players turned their back on the contest and went after Lobb again. Like, why? Like, you've been there, done that, but they're getting stuck into him again for some reason. So six players turn their back away from the football. Jamara hits the belly of it, absolutely shanks it. Trawler gets the ball out 30 metres in front, uncontested, snap goal. Mm. So you've just cost 18-point game at the time. Could have swung either way. Fremantle could have really... Knuckled down and got themselves back in the game by winning it at the at the coal face and they, they weren't interested.
0: That was the And that's
1: why the score reflected the way like that does they deserved a 49 point point belting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When you have terrible leadership yeah. on field, I think the rest of the boys notice. Yeah. And it just the floodgates opened after that. They got yeah. belted. Yeah. Is there <laughs>
1: have they selected a great clubman as their captain without doing the due diligence that he's a great leader as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, the, their argument would be other clubs have done this and it's been fine. Yeah. However- Like Nick Maxwell was clearly a great clubman. We always point to Nick Maxwell. Yeah. But I spent quite a bit of time reminding Paddy about who his captain was for the last few years.
1: Yeah. Fuck, I forgot. Who was not <laughs>
0: Jaron Geary was a very average captain, man. Yeah. And have a look at the Bombers when we had a very average captain. Yeah. Who's still an average player. Mm. This is not to say that you can't give them games. I just, <laughs> I think that they were.
1: It's another funny thing from that Sam fella. Yeah. Heppel turned it over.
3: Oh, fucking
2: get him off. Yeah. Get him
0: off. That's what, That's your brain does it by yeah. default now. <laughs> It's it's hard to it's hard to love Dyson Herper yeah. that's for sure.
1: Yeah. I can still hear it clearly like us last year. <laughs> it's like six occasions you are like what are you doing Dyson? Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's mind-boggling. He's a 200 gamer, isn't he? He'd have to be. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck man.
0: <laughs> Other average not average, but great clubmen that became good captains. I would really say in the era that I've been watching football, Nick Maxwell, he was a, he was um motivational, yeah, had the right energy, yeah, um, happy to just you know jump out of the trench first type of guy. Yeah. not a good footballer. No, but a good leader. Yeah. Jared McVeigh had a job in front of
1: him too with that rat pack. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Very tough. Well, yeah. he
0: didn't do a very good job culturally. No. no. But game day, he did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Jared McVeigh turned into a sensational leader.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude. One of the best of like the last 10, 15 years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think they had some woes, Sydney, about who it was going to be. And he just bobbed up and he was sensational. Yeah. In his cameo. As like a, He doesn't get spoken about. No. As like one of the great Sydney leaders. But yeah. I really think he was a, an exceptional leader. A guy who went from being a clubman to a fantastic leader. But... His, before, his game was actually pretty good. Yeah. He was a good player. Who
1: was the better Captain Bob, question without notice, Voss or Hodge?
0: Who would you rather play under? Oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I'd only be picking them for their playing prowess. Yeah.
1: Well, hearing your stories from back in the day, I reckon Hodge might have been your, your flavour. Go out and kill blokes.
0: So <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I think so, and I yeah. think the only thing—the only reason I would say Luke Hodge, yeah—is that his prime,
2: mm.
0: he, I, as a midfielder, I put him in the same category as a Joel Selwood or a Michael Voss, yeah. Maybe not as good as a midfielder, but the tenacity, right up there,
1: yeah. And a free lift home, no matter how many he's had. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who's got the keys? Oh, yeah. I've got him. I've got him. What are you? 0.63, but it don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter, mate. <laughs> I'm a fucking three-time winning premiership. game. Yeah. Um, but he could play other positions. Hmm. And yep. he was a better kick yep. than Michael Voss. So, I don't know. Maybe, oh, God, those goals he kicked, man, in big games. Yeah, that's I true. just, I mean, yeah. I ended up watching a lot more of Luke Hodge than yeah. I ever did Michael Voss. Yeah. Even though he's my era, I just appreciated it. I appreciated footy at a different level yeah, when I watched Luke yeah. Hodge. So, that's probably why I'm leaning that way. Yeah, a
1: bit older, a bit of wiser.
0: Yeah. 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 That said, M- Vossi, if you've got a midfielder of that caliber, it's like saying, would you rather have Clayton Oliver mm. or Marcus Bontempelli? Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah, you're picking what your team needs. Yeah. Because yeah. it's hard to split them. Yeah. They're not exactly the same. And I'm always
1: going to say Bont.
0: Right, but you get yeah. my point.
1: But I get your point. They're
0: not the same. tough. But they're both mids. Yeah. 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 And they're both ferocious. Clayton for me.
1: Um, <laughs> I thought so. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah.
0: I would take Bont. Yeah. unicorn. Yeah. Um Bon's a unicorn. That said, Clayton Oliver's a fucking unicorn, man. He, yeah. He's a sensation. Yeah, Bonch is a
1: unicorn. It's just his His horns in the middle of his face.
0: <laughs> the, rhino. <laughs> the rhino. Rhino, <laughs> rhino Pelly.
2: <laughs>
1: Let's
0: make a giant banner and oh. go sit behind the goals. Yeah. Rhino Pelly. Oh. That's brilliant.
1: Um, skimming through. Pretty average, like as a whole, like up until the big, you know, the big book ends, At the end, pretty average round of footy, to be honest.
0: Oh, well, I kind of disagree. Okay, I think there were season-defining games left, right, and centre. Okay, so that was the end of Fremantle season. Yes, the like it's over. Yeah, for me, I think that's the end of Richmond season.
1: As yeah. well. Yeah. So I thought. I thought. Richmond's season was done the week before anyway.
0: Well, we did, but if they had a if they had have won that. Yeah. And then I mean they they've got to follow it up um against Gold Coast at Marvel this week. Had they just won two on the trot, we'd be seeing a different tune. Maybe, yeah. They'd be three and a half wins after seven rounds. That's a fifty percent win rate. Yeah. Yeah. But now that they've lost, it's season over. Yeah. There's no finals. The run's not coming. You're still down players. Jack Rewalt had like Five or six good looks at the big sticks. Yeah, and what did he capitalize on? Two he goals and kick four. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, he, he missed. Kicked a- four, he kicked four in a row for them. Sorry, that's right. Yeah, he missed a bunch of set shots though yeah. early on, which was very. Oh, they kicked themselves out of that game. Un Jack yeah. Rewalt like, and I was like, oh, this is it. That's right. He did kick four, and I just felt that. Until Lynch is back, if that's all you've got, they're clearly not prepared to swing Bolter up forward anymore. Yeah. I, I just don't see how it's going to happen. Yeah. Then ne- Noah Cumberland, I like that kid.
1: Noah Cumberland. I so like that. So I was singing his praises um, today at work. I think he's very good.
0: Not off that game. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah,
1: just from what we've seen.
0: A couple of weeks ago, I was like, he's the most dangerous forward in their 50. Yeah. At, like in the game I was watching, I was like. He's quick. I his yeah. goal sense is good. Yep, he's quick. Yep, looks like he'll stand up in a tackle or two. Yep, like if you said to me, would you prefer? I don't know. Pick a like an overhyped uh, Jack givan or yep. no? I'd no no Cumberland every day of the oh, week.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Really Do impressed. You
1: know, he gives me he gives like I'm not I'm not comparing them. He gives me Jake Stringer vibes when he's on. Yes, yeah, yeah, skinny string. Yeah, yeah, thin string. Yeah, early Western Bulldog Stringer days.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I, I like him. I think he's good. Yeah. I think they sh- should target him a bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their forward line's a mess. Lynch isn't coming back. Did they win that game with Lynch? I don't think so. Don't think so? I think Melbourne, the only reason that I think Richmond were in that game, mm. Melbourne are refusing yeah. to play tight one-on-one defense against key position forwards. And uh, Stephen May looked really average, dude. Again, right? Yeah. He had more aggression than he did in the Bombers game, yeah. but he was fucking average. Yeah. And I'm looking at him, dude. He's getting outled from the square from he's, Rewalt. Dude, like his yeah, his was way off. He's refusing to give players a shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, um, poor um, body language too. He's pointing fingers at his other defenders. Yes, yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah, and he did that when against us last week, and they were made to pay for it. And there was a moment where in like the the post match dissection that um, I'll say it was Gary Lyon. It was yeah. someone said. He's playing a dangerous game by playing 10 or 15 meters off, trying to be the intercept guy. Now they had Jake, Jake Lever back. Yeah. They pissed and moaned as if Lever was going to save the fucking universe last week. Yeah. And he took like, I know he took a few intercept marks and he was okay, but he wasn't the difference. He does some really dumb shit. Jake Lever. Sometimes. Yeah. And he got beaten in a couple of one-on-ones and I was like, Hmm, Jesus. So with Lynch, the answer is maybe, but it's because of Melbourne's refusal yeah. to be a blanket on these yeah. key forwards. They need May and Lever to get off their opponent. Yeah. But they had Petty up forward. Yeah. Like, guys, give give them the blank. If they sent Harrison Petty to Jack Rewalt mm. and said, blanket, mate. They can send him to Footscray if they like. Fuck, I'd love him. Send his sister to Footscray. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep her away from Brisbane. <laughs> I was so, um, I was watching it with Mike and he goes, Harrison Petty had a moment where he was trying to be a hard man. Yeah. And he's like, mate, we all saw you fucking cry last yeah. year. Shut <laughs>
1: up. Anyway, um, no ladies rules, and mate. gentlemen, welcome. Dane Zorko, how you going, mate? <laughs> yeah, good, bud. Good. That it. Piss- nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Um, the reason I said average was just like first glance when I looked at the fixture, I'm like, well, it's pretty average Saturday. I mean, I mean, I mean, I for one thought, Geelong-Sydney would be a football game. It was just another assault, but we'll get to that in a moment. But, um, yeah, Port Adelaide-West Coast. I mean, West Coast are just easy kills. GWS, to my surprise, really dug in against Brisbane.
0: They did dug in. Yeah,
1: yeah, they really did. Um, massive blow to your boy, Sam Taylor. Tendon damage, dude. Yeah. He is out for ages. Yeah, I heard 15 weeks maybe. Yeah, 10 to 15. Wow. That's a bad hammy. And he's the way he fell over, put his arm up straight away. He's like, oh shit, I'm I'm fucked. Yeah, he was on
0: <laughs> he was on track for another All Australian in my book. Yeah, yeah. Um gets criminally underrated. Oh, dude, I see it on fight. social
1: media all the time. They're like Sam Who, and everyone's like anyone with a brain go, uh, last year's fucking All Australian back. Right. Like,
0: and then someone, because we point I think I pointed out last year. I'm trying to remember this, but I'm deadly serious. I think he lost four. Five one on one contests for the all year yeah, last for the year. year. Yeah, because I think I remember at the halfway point, he hadn't lost one. That's unbelievable, man. <laughs> Staggering. Yeah. yeah, and it was this year a couple of weeks ago when was it BT? It was some Muppet yeah. on the commentary going, Oh, I've heard that he doesn't lose one on ones. Yeah, and I was like, You guys haven't been paying attention. This yeah. guy's been doing it for 18 months. Yeah, been this good. Yeah. Uh oh, they finally give him some respect on his name, and now he's copped a long one. Yeah. So yeah, I feel really bad for him. But yeah, the Giants, the Giants dug in. I was imp- I was really impressed. Yeah. Um, with Canelio's leadership. Yeah. Tim Kelly, uh, Jake, Tim Kelly, Josh Kelly, Josh Kelly yeah. had another good game. Um, Toby was doing his thing, and if it wasn't for old country road, yeah, they would have had a sniff. Yeah.
1: So I was going to leave that open to you because I know you'll have a fair with him. Talk about him for us. Charlie Cameron.
0: Well, when the votes come out, he's in my top five this week. Yeah, yeah, yep. In fact, I was pretty tempted to give him four votes. Yeah. Seven goals is hard to do. The guy is the heart. There was a, a passage of play. He should have kicked nine, dude. He really should have comfortably nine. kicked nine. Yeah. There was a passage of play where he gets a goal out the back. Yeah. Because he's standing, I'm going to say three meters ahead of yep. his direct defender. Like not much just out of arm's reach. Mm. And the kick comes and he made this slight jab towards the ball, calculated the flight, knew it was going over the back and he just took off. Yeah. And within like four strides, he went from three or four meters in front of his defender to three or four meters behind his defender. And then he got the loose ball on the deck Mm. and it was just a foot race to the goal. (laughs) And I'm like, how do you defend this guy one-on-one? Yeah. Yeah. Because as long as the Brisbane players know mm. kick it over me or in front of me, yeah. not on me. Yeah. If you never put it on my head, I will get a yeah. scoring shot.
1: I've only seen him beaten once one-on-one by Taylor Dere in the semifinal oh, one here point he is. victory. Here he in is. 2021. Here he is. Because I tell you what, I can I can stick man Mosh finter when he was one out with Dere. Oh Jesus, Mosh Finter. Oh. <laughs> My heart was about to break in front of me. But, Did um, it
0: drip come like it normally does? Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, just, yeah. <laughs> Poured out, actually. Um,
0: so, yeah, Sir Charles. Yeah. Um, goal assist as well in there. A couple of contested marks. I mean, you want to talk about impact. Yeah. I would have rather had Charlie Cameron than Nick Dacos. This is not supposed to be a shit all over Nick Dacos. It's just supposed to be like a more No, we're a, grounding it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I just think it needs to be put in perspective. Yeah. Seven goals could have been nine. Yeah, you're the most dangerous forward in the league this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking that every day of the week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I loved him, man. I, I think he's the hardest player one on one. Remember, I'm going to say like three years ago. Or remember the Travis Cloak days. Yeah. Oh, don't leave him one out.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. done. Yeah.
0: He's going to win a Coleman medal if he's one out in the yeah. forward 50. That's where Charlie Cameron's at. Yeah. Brisbane just have such a... And he's a foot shorter. <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. They've got such a spoil of riches in their forward line that yeah. he doesn't get that many opportunities. Yeah. But I think they're going to give him more and more and more. They just
1: have to. Yeah.
0: I think they're going to permanently drop Darcy Fort, run Joe Danaher as the second rock. Yeah. Get a forward out, push Hipwood up the wing, and just have Gunston and Cameron as the deep guys. Yeah. They're talented.
1: McCarthy to crumb.
0: Yeah. Zach Bailey, those guys as well. Zach
1: Bailey, you can, you can get him higher up the ground,
0: which he does normally do as well. He has flying shots from like 45 out. Um, I do still like Zach Bailey, but I think they need to figure out that forward 50 synergy like your team has. Mm. Now you're starting to see what's most effective. Yeah. And if Chris Fagan doesn't create one-on-ones for Charlie Cameron, he's a, he's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Geelong versus Sydney.
1: So 93 point margin, Bob. It's the biggest loss in the John Longmire era for Sydney. Um, pretty much a mirror image of the grand final. How mm-hmm. much do you put this down to Sydney's mental side of things against Geelong or um, compared to a lack of personnel? where do you, where does it sit for you this performance oh
0: man the personnel was i mean was Callum mills on so, tom hawkins yeah 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 so not only so
1: you've got both McCartan's rampy and buddy not on the ground and they were at the yeah. point
0: where it's not that they put Callum mills on tom hawkins because it's a great matchup it's because they were like who's the next best player with any defensive experience yeah that's how desperate they were yeah so a large chunk of this is a lack of personnel yeah i will say though that I'm not sure how much of it was above the shoulders yeah. for both teams after halftime. Yeah. Because Sydney kicked that goal going into halftime or they kicked a couple of scores going into halftime and they narrowed it to like 30 points. Yeah. And I thought maybe they can make a fist of this, not win, but keep it competitive. Yeah. Cause the deficiencies were obvious.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, they went to play Segler as a ruckman. He was a laid out. I thought, okay, Geelong have had a couple of bits and pieces, not work in their favor either. But it turns out that I think Sydney mentally weren't up for the fight after halftime. Yeah. Whatever Longmire said to them or tactically did, didn't work, but it didn't look like Geelong did anything super special.
1: Nah, nah.
0: They just punished these mismatches. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Dangerfield capitalized. He had a great game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was his highest ranked game for a couple of years. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it was noticeable too. He's just everywhere, man. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll say it right now. Sydney have to get Nat Five. I think.
0: I think that's a very good call.
1: Yeah, they need an inside ball like him, and they need a big body, big presence to win clearance. Wit they they get smashed.
0: Yeah, and I think it also because fl-
1: Luke Parker's not the answer, at all at the moment.
0: Not at the moment. Nah. He hasn't
1: been terrible. No, yeah, no. I'm not saying he's been, ter- but they need more than that.
0: You know what Luke Parker a- was? Yeah, or is. He's the. If for anyone following the NBA playoffs, he's the Jimmy Butler of the AFL. Yeah. He just cruises along at like yeah. 24, 25 touches. So yeah. you never quite notice him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden a big moment comes up and Luke Parker just stands up. Yeah. And we always be like, he averages like 25 and 1.3 goals. I've just crossed my legs because I want to hide my erection. When oh, you I said fucking Jimmy Butler. love Luke. Oh, Jimmy <laughs> Butler's <an> amazing, <laughs> man. I think I've, I've got three different Jimmy Butler jerseys
2: from yeah. different clubs. I love Is
1: that. Is that... um. Going right off course, just quickly, is that the best playoffs performance you've seen in quite some time? That was electric,
0: dude. It's all the more impressive because he's David and Giannis is Goliath. Yeah. So there have been some epic ones and epic ones recently. um, That was reminiscent of Kawhi dragging that Toronto team to a championship. Like just the single superhuman effort required to, to do that. Um, we'll see what happens yeah. um, for the rest of the playoffs and the rest of that series. But
1: let's just hope Giannis doesn't have a skin complaint after the soap that Jimmy Butler used on him for his bath. But <laughs> hope there's no reaction after. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> what? What? <laughs> a skin complaint?
1: Anyway, no, back to Sydney. Uh, yeah, um, Nat Fife clearly out of favour. Like, he's injured, but he's not, he's, he's not a fix for Fremantle. He's not a part of their plans for the future, no. but he's still got he's still got he's still got gas in the tank. Yep, yeah. So, um, and for Nat Fife, he's not interested in going to a cellar
0: dweller. He wants to go to a a team that's competing. So, mm. yeah, and they can move the ball Sydney, but they don't yeah. have to. Yeah, they're happy to play a contested brand on the yeah. SCG. Yeah, and I think he suits that stop start yeah. game a lot more. I think he suits that club. Mm. Yeah, under Longmire, I. The other pro would be that it frees up guys like Chad Warner, who made their name kicking goals. Mm. They started in like a Zach Bailey type of yep. fashion, or a Connor Rosie type of fashion, and much the same as Rosie, become a permanent mid. Yeah, Gordon's the other one who's on the fringe. Like, are you yet a high quality mid? Yeah, are you a high possession half forward? Yeah, Nat Five fixes those problems. Yeah, yeah. So it gives them more scoring power. The buddy situation is not going to resolve itself. No, nah. enough. For that to be the thing that gets them looking dangerous in finals, yeah, yeah, Armady out for ages, so really it's down to Papley and Logan McDonald as the permanent forwards. Mm. So I think adding these high half forwards that can kick goals by bringing in another mid yeah. is like essential to
2: yeah. their
1: future. They are desperate for Tom Hickey to come back in. Man, Laddams is not your man. Laddams isn't the guy. Laddams
0: then. hasn't been the man any Ever.
1: season for that. the last four seasons. Yeah, at least. Yeah, he's he's undisciplined. He 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 does some silly things. Silly
0: decision making, and he's just not that good. Do you remember when Port had an embarrassing riches of potential ruckman? Yeah. What, <sighs> letting Paddy Ryder go? Yeah. Dropped Lysette on the weekend. Dropped him.
3: I think yes. they dropped him. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he's getting back in that quickly either. And they they go and play Mikel. Um, <sighs> Is that his name? Mikel. Uh, who was the yeah. fill-in? I don't know. I don't know his that hound. Tikel Tikel sorry, sorry Bryn Bryn Tikel. Bryn um, <laughs> sounds like a candle brand. <laughs> and then Bailey J Williams, yeah, who is a an average backup ruckman, mm. looked sensational. Yeah, he looked like Den Cox.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because and he's the second best Bailey Williams in the league. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, very much so. Imagine having that as your. I am the second best guy with my name. Yeah, <laughs> Bailey Williams. What number does he wear? What numbers he wear for the dogs? Pop thirty-four. Oh, Bailey Williams, number thirty-four? No, number no. Uh, I don't know ninety-nine <laughs> yeah. for West Coast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're in a bad paddock, West Coast. Will Schofield came out of retirement to play for their waffles. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 no good,
3: man.
0: Okay, yeah. we can talk about how bad they are, and I have no problem doing that. But yeah. I'm going to give them a little a little bit of praise. Yeah. Gaff, Kelly, Duggan, these guys have been playing well all year pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Gaff had a bad week and then he backed it up with a sensational week.
1: Oh, I remember Gaff's bad week.
0: I had him in my multi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jake Waterman, who I do not rate as a footballer. Yeah. Might have to eat my words. He's getting touches. He looks, he's applying pressure. Yeah. He's impacting the content. He looks like a poor man's Cam Zurha.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. You know, with a shit haircut. Think, yeah. Take that as you as your. It's a oh, it's, it's a fullet.
1: It's a shit lid. It's a it's a fullet. It's and a it, fake mullet.
0: It is a mullet. Yeah, it, it's it's weird, <laughs> it's like a Lego head. Yeah, like your head is too big for your body, and your hair looks strange. But anyway. Yeah,
1: but it's enough for Darling to pull it. Fuck! <laughs> 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 oh. I wouldn't want that hitting me from behind. Fuck! He's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Old Power Thrust Jack. He's not even vaccinated, man. (laughs) That would be the least of your worries, dude. That would be the least. We get vintage sphincter action happening. Oh, yuck. (laughs) Disgusting.
2: My penis Uh, is
1: inverted.
0: We're losing the plot. All right. How about we take a quick break? Um, We'll be right back. Hey there, Fat Side family. Jacko and I want to thank you for supporting the program and listening every week. We'd love if you could jump on our socials, give us a like, and of course, make sure that if you're listening through Spotify, that you hit that bell button so you get the pod as soon as it drops fresh every single week. We will be here every round of 2023. Thanks again. Let's get stuck back into it. And we're back. So, we were talking about West Coast before. There was a graphic that went up um, before the round. And it was talking about the amount of games of experience uh, missing. Total games missing um, post round five. And West Coast were on nearly 1,400. Mm. It was like 1,380 games missing. That's enormous. Sydney were next on like eleven fifty. It's that's heaps of games missing, yeah. man. Yeah, that's why the Sydney loss is like weird. Yeah, if you're a Sydney supporter, you'd put it all down to lack of personnel. Yeah, but there was another factor going on there. Or if your sure. name's Daniel Smith, you go to bed at halftime. So sleepy, <laughs> <laughs> Schmidty. Oh, sleepy. Oh,
1: yeah, halfway through the second quarter, he goes, All right, that's enough for me. Good night.
0: But the <laughs> but the excuses can't run too deep. Yeah. Um uh, Even for teams like Richmond, I mean. Um, we're looking at Melbourne, Pies, Carlton. They've all had more missed games. Yeah. To start the season. St. Kilda has had quite a few as well. Yep. Um, the Bombers aren't far behind. They're on 600. St. Kilda's on 770. Yep. Um, Bulldogs have had a few. Yep. But if we go down the bottom, North Melbourne have only missed 188 games of experience before the weekend. Yeah. That's alarming. Brisbane 1, Adelaide zero. Yeah,
1: Adelaide are fit.
0: Yeah. And there's that, a key name, the Darren Burgess effect. Yeah. That's Darren what's Burgess. going on. Yeah. So it's not it's not hard to understand why Adelaide are red hot yep. and they're playing well, high pressure, high output, etc, cetera, etc, cetera. but can you rather than talking about North directly and the loss to Gold Coast? Yeah. Who is your tip to finish bottom of the ladder? Has it has the round that's just gone changed anything for you in that regard? Yes.
1: I think West Coast finished
0: bottom. If they they've actually played I mean they won a whole half of football against Geelong. No, I know, I know, but mm. and,
1: uh, Well, it's a coin flip, but for me, it's a coin flip between them and Hawthorne. I still think North I still think North find a way in a couple of games this year. Just just Clarkson. I just believe in Clarkson so much.
0: Yeah. I I really thought Aaron Hall would come back in and really add something for them Mm. on the weekend. And he didn't have the impact, I thought. That's fine. He can ease into that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think reality setting in for Clarko. Yeah. The first two weeks was great for them as a club. Yeah. Yeah. Built some hope. Probably signed up a few, you know, couple of thousand extra memberships. Yep. But reality is going to set in now. That your list doesn't run deep. No, no. Oh, no. There's you no can't depth. afford outs. Yeah. You are still going to have high variability in yeah. output, especially yeah. from guys like <clears throat> Larky, who's yeah. improving and building, but is yet to be an yeah. established key forward. Yeah. It's a bit underdone since the Carlton game, but before that,
1: yeah, bag of five, bag of four, oh, mini bag of four.
0: And um, Zerhas had some good moments and some bad moments, yeah. or good games and bad games. LDU... A little drop off, little drop yeah. off. I think the—that's what I mean. I think the reality setting in, and yep. they celebrated Todd Goldstein's three hundredth, and you know it was just a... I just thought it was it's a, a
1: shame it was at the Gold Coast. Yeah, like if that was at Marvel, it would have been nice. I just really but thought then, it
0: was a, a, a well—they left him out of the side in round one, Yeah, so true. it didn't have to be. Yeah,
1: but would have been Good Friday.
0: Yeah, I just thought it was a very limp performance by North Melbourne. Not Good Friday, the week after. Yeah, against yeah. the Gold Coast team that, I mean, up until up until that game, has been very underwhelming. Yeah. Their coach was getting questioned during the week, and I think they rallied for him, which they did in the uh, last year as well. Yeah. He was under pressure. They rallied for him, and next minute they were threatening yeah. finals, So Well, Ben King, finally. Five goals. Yeah. Looked better. Well, we know he's that good. Yeah, yeah. He's just got to ease back into it. Yeah. He's missed a he's ton so of footy. He's so young. So young. Mm. Yeah. Good game from McPherson as well. Yeah. Um, their forwards were red hot. Their yeah. forwards kicked a lot of goals. Chol kicked a couple, like... Um, kept playing well. Yeah. I, I think Gold Coast have enough to stay out of the bottom four, but they're not clear yet, but North I'm concerned about, man. I think there's a, that Hawthorne team has put up a fight. They put up a fight on Easter Monday. Yeah. For, for a half, a yep. half. They put up
1: a fight against you round one.
0: And they've put up a fight against Adelaide. Mm. That's against good
1: teams. I'm expecting it on the weekend. We'd want to be, we'd want to be quick out the gates.
0: Yeah, they caught did they catch you napping last year? Yeah, yeah. They did do that. Yeah, they
1: kicked fourteen straight or something like that. But they caught us napping. They put, the first, they put the first three or four on us.
0: So here's my concern about North. Melbourne this week. Yeah. In a in a prime Saturday night game. I think it'll be a bloodbath. Yeah. The following week, they're looking at St Kilda. Oh. Doesn't get any better. Then they got Port Adelaide. I mean, these are just, these are just tough.
1: Yeah.
0: They're all tough. So
1: look, I'm going to stick with West coast, but
0: yeah. Oh, they follow port up with Sydney. Okay. Maybe North. Then they've got (laughs) Collingwood. Oh shit. So I'm trying to find the next game they can win. Then they've got us. That is their most winnable chance. And it's six weeks away. Six. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I just think my opinions changed. I think they (laughs) finished, they finished bottom now. Yep. I don't see Hawthorne beating you guys, but they get Frio the next week. Never know. I The way Frio's playing, that's yep. going to be a contest. Do they get them in Melbourne or Launceston? No, nah, it's at Optus. Ah, okay. Yep. Yep, it's at Optus. Um, they follow that up a couple of weeks later with the Eagles. Yeah. So Hawthorne have actually got a couple of winnable games coming up. Yeah. And if they compete for halves, if not three quarters, if not win a game, uh, their percentage will rise. Yeah. it's Not hard for it to come up from where it is right now, but um, I th- I still think Hawthorne's terrible. I respect what you said about Sam Mitchell not being able to see this out. I actually think that's correct. Yeah. But I think they're going to crack in with effort and then in 12 months, they're going to rejig the structure of their team because it's never going to get them anywhere. No, no. James, Warple, Jai Newcomb, they, uh, they've they got some talent, but that's mm. it's not going to win your they final. They can't
1: recruit talent yet. No. no one's going there.
0: The lack of a high-quality Ruckman as yeah. well. Yeah. All they're going to do is end up losing Bru- Luke Bruce and Chad yeah. Warner and those guys either through retirement or lack of ability to continue to play. Yeah. And I just think life will keep getting tougher, not week to week, but year to year. Yeah. I actually think it will get a little tougher.
1: Yeah. A little – um, might be obvious, but a little, little hot tip for all you punters out there. Carl Amon, anytime, every week, do it. You a fan? Yeah, man. Yeah. Interest, that's a good
0: one. I have not noticed him. Yep, haven't heard anything. Yep, I like
1: that. Yep, thanks for I think he's kicked a goal in nearly every game this year for Hawthorne and he's around the dollar 40 mark every week. Okay, yeah, or dollar 60. I'll take that. that. Yeah,
0: I had Bobby it's a Hill. nice addition. I had Bobby Hill on Anzac Day. Yeah, Ooh, a little bit of a bath. He got a bath, man, yeah, man, from Andy McGrath. Yeah, there was a moment in the commentary, Ridge. there was a moment in the commentary where they said. Oh, he's got him for pace. Yeah. And they literally went shoulder to shoulder, stride for stride for yeah. 30 metres. Yeah. And then it just trickled out of bounds while they went over, over the line. Yeah. Best of all
1: luck on. against the Origi-Didge-Pidge.
0: <laughs> <The Yeah>. Origi-Didge-Pidge. <laughs> very good.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but no, Bobby Hill's been sensational. Yeah. He's uh, multiple goals in, in more than half the games that he's played so far. So I was yeah. surprised to see him um, cop a bath like that. And I do like him. He's a very good player. Yeah. Very yeah, good player. exciting. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know if we don't need to talk more about Insect Day, do we? We're done. We're done. We can move right along.
1: <laughs> uh, look, um, yeah, honourable loss, mate. Very honourable. It was a really good three quarter performance. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think Buckley summed it up pretty well. Is instead of instead of looking to win the game, it looked like you looked to save the game, and you did it against the wrong opponent.
0: A hundred percent correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, the week before, it worked for us. Yeah, yeah. But the conditions helped. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this week it was um, yeah not effective. And I think that's that's an instance where if you're a coach in Brad Scott in that moment, yeah, you're, you're you'd just pray you'd give your fucking firstborn for a timeout. Yeah. Sorry guys, that was the wrong idea. Yeah, we actually need to try and win this. Yeah, yeah. Let's crack in. Question without notice. Are you
1: getting kicked out of the MCG if you were sitting three, four rows behind that paint up in the fence with Carl Langford? Like um, would you have said a few words? Would oh, you? of course yeah, I would. Yeah, man. You know me. Oh, I know you.
0: Mm. Would you have taken it as far as an ejection from the stadium? Because I've got a feeling you may have. Well, I would have stood up. 320 game, belly full of piss. Someone would have had to call Comedy Central because <laughs> it would have been the biggest roast of the year. And I would not have stopped.
1: Yeah, man. And if yeah. he
0: had loved ones sitting near him, they yeah. would have copped it too. Yeah. I would have yeah, it would have been no holds barred. Yeah. With the um It was a piece of banter. shit act,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I actually don't hate it. Yeah. I would have liked the Oh, it was funny. The dropping of the yeah. ball yeah. and then a little bit of a smirk. Yeah. I would have copped that. Yeah. The double The double fuck you. Yeah. The double yeah. real and he gave it pepper. Yeah. He, he really threw himself into yeah. that. That was a little bit. Um, I mean, it's, it's just, just it's trademark Collingwood. Yeah, that's what we all. We know that they like that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. It was textbook Collingwood, so I'm not super surprised. But I wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah. You I get, know. I, so I, you get, I reckon I
1: know about 30 Collingwood supporters, and there's only two or three good ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Um, but you get kicked out of the MCG if you stand up and scull your beer.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. But um, that moment that like you're a gif for the rest of your life now, mate. Yeah. Carl Langford just pointing at yeah. you. And he didn't say anything. Yeah. He just pointed at him, smiled and jogged on. And I was like, if there was ever, this is in this is obviously my biased opinion, but yeah. if there was ever a, a, a small video encompassing the different attitudes between Essendon people and Collingwood people, that is it. Yeah. No words needed. Classy no. little smile and finger point. Yeah. That's it. And then scumbag on the other end. Yeah, yeah. Get Very it up nice. here, mate. Get it up here. Yeah. Get a dog up here. Yeah, <laughs> <You> <laughs>
1: fucking deserve. It. But look,
0: they won. They won. They yeah. obviously deserved to win. They played better on the day. But uh, well, they're
1: the current benchmark, really, aren't they?
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, them and St Kilda. Yeah. And we've been in winnable positions against both those teams in the fourth quarter. So yeah. nothing's lost on me about where we're really at. Yeah. And just that fact, if you said to me, you will be in winnable positions against the top two teams at some stage in fourth quarters of both of those games, yeah I would say, wow, well, we're going to have a better year than I thought. Yep. Yeah. So For sure. I'm fine with it. It's a yeah. tough loss, but um, as part of a bigger picture, I'm okay with it.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I did a little ladder predictor and you're in it, so.
0: Uh, we'll see. I mean, yeah. we've been a team that's <laughs> dropped off when we've been overhyped before, so yeah. You know, if we end up missing the top eight by three games, I probably wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. if we sneak into seventh, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah. And I gave you a friendly little win on a couple of 50 50s, too. So,
0: yeah, nice. So, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, you're welcome. It's very bro. generous of you. You're wel- welcome. That's yeah. what I expect from a, yeah. a classy Western Bulldog supporter. Yeah. yeah. Thank you.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, speaking of Kyle Langford, yeah. How was my niche bet?
0: It was loose. <laughs> I took him for the medal. And I think if he. Dude, he, he went in
1: from 41s to $3.50 yeah.
0: at one stage. Had he kicked one more and yeah. we won? Yeah. I think he had a he wins it. He had a hand on it. Yeah. And he was close. Yeah.
1: I know a lot about my players having one hand on medals. <laughs> oh, don't you my either. bloke had one hand on both. Both, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And he was vice captain. So he was second to that as well. Anyway, sure. um, no, that was yeah, Cole Langford's awesome, man, because you can you can put him anywhere and he'll perform. That's that's what he's showing me this year.
0: Yeah, versatile yeah. footballer. Yeah. I didn't underrate. I have not ever underrated him. I yeah. think he's um, he's a guy who we tried to run as a big midfielder. Yeah, and we found out he's a step too slow. Yeah, and yeah. as you know, this is the journey of some footballers is they yeah. put on a little bit of size. Well, is, your,
1: is your is 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 Essendon's version of St Kilda's Mason Wood like put him? Where I you think need so. Him. Put him where you need him, and you get maximum value. Oh, we out had of him in- his. You Defense
0: know. for two quarters last week. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. You can put him anywhere. Yeah, kill me.
1: So I'm like, get down there and kick a goal, brother. He did though. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, but yeah, killed me for that whole half because I'm like, come on, bruh. Nervous. Kicked a really nice one actually in the wet. But um
0: <clears throat> The Stephen May one. He yeah. shoved him out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Made him his bitch. Yeah. Mm. Steve, it was embarrassing. Stephen goo <laughs> Stephen Good. <laughs> um um, All right, question without notice. Yes. Your only two options are to have a beer with them or to give them some chin music. Let's start with Stephen May.
1: Oh, to have a beer or punch on? Yeah. I'm definitely having a beer with Stephen May. Fuck,
0: you'll probably get both if you have enough beers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll try my luck at not getting his massive fist in my face. Bailey Fridge? Oh, no, no, punch. Chin music? Yeah, chin music. Yeah, love yeah, it. Like a Shawn Michaels kick to the chin. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, Actually, I like Jack Viney. I'm not going to throw him in there. Yeah. I like him. Ask
1: Ali that. Ali hates Jack Viney.
0: What? Any particular reason? Eh. Smug. He looks smug. I think it's just his face, though. Yeah. I don't know if he is. Yeah. He copped the. Yeah, Ali Ali doesn't like him. Copped the light booze (laughs) winning. Oh, that's a digression. Yeah. Why is there a medal for every fucking game in Anzac? Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. whatever, stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, cop light booze after yeah. winning that medal. Mm. To be fair, I'm not sure he was that much better than say Clayton Oliver. Yeah. Um had Max Gorn kicked more than one goal three or yeah. whatever it was, I thought he probably deserved it. Yeah, He's... Max Max was veering on one of his special nights. He was. Yeah. He was the difference. He was taking marks, he was getting it, but those some of those misses at goals, yeah. They they were bad yeah. misses. That one he played
1: on and kicked out in the full. Oh. oh shit, dude!
0: He just he went back to looking like a lanky ruckman yeah. that had no business <laughs> yeah. having set shots. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was going to touch on. I
1: want to touch on Carlton with you, Bob. Yeah, touch. on... A... I've got a few concerns, and I want to ask you a touch few it, questions. Baby.
0: Well, that was earlier when I said season-defining games. Yeah, that's one of them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. consolidates St Kilda. Playing finals, and now their challenge is to aim to consolidate top four. Yep. But yeah.
1: yeah. So the last two common medalists are Carlton boys, Harry Mackay and Charlie Curnow. Carlton are currently 15th for marks inside 50. Is that so? In the league. Yep. Uh, six of the highest disposal getters on the ground on the weekend were all in Carlton jumpers. I did notice yeah, that. Yeah, the next... the. Um, yeah, the first St Kilda player was Jack Sinclair with the highest disposals of twenty seven. So that tells me they're just completely overusing the footy, uh, and the way they're playing their football, it's too slow for this modern day game.
0: On the disposal front, though, yeah, we've seen this multiple times against St Kilda. So I think, well, they
1: lock you up, yeah,
0: right, yeah. So I think when St Kilda try and exit, and you get the turnover, yeah, there is cause to overpossess it,
3: yeah, yeah. You,
0: You've got to um, reattack it at a different angle, yeah. And you get control of the footy and they're not running up to pressure you. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't want to expose any holes. Yeah. So the team guys, like
1: Adelaide the week before, who aren't that strong defensively, they were still fluffing with the ball because they were shitting themselves.
0: Yeah, because they were copping the front of pressure.
1: They were pressure. it. Yeah.
0: But Hewitt, Kennedy, they'd been lower on their disposals. Yeah. And I'd been questioning what the change was. And yeah. then they had a few this week. Yeah. But they were a bit sloppy with yeah. it. So, yeah, I think they missed Adam Saad as well.
1: Oh, yeah, and Doherty. Yeah. oh So they're, much. They're
0: big outs, man. Yeah. They're yeah. big outs.
1: Um, my concern is uh, match committee. I don't know why Ed Kerno is getting a game ahead of Paddy Dow, who is dominating in the VFL. Just give him a go, dude. Give him a go. Yeah. He's a number two pick. We all know that if they had that time again, he's not your number two pick. Yeah. But you've got to give him a go. Well, when they come good. Because, I mean, look at Liam Stocker, man. He's there playing some really nice football at St. Kilda. Absolutely. Slotted in beautifully. Yep. Yeah. But um oh, what was I gonna yeah, I've got one last thing. Um I did note down like some of the, the better clubs in the comp bar, you know, a couple. So, you know, Collingwood, Collingwood, Melbourne, Geelong. Mm. Not not even Geelong, Collingwood and Melbourne. So let's say two of the best free clubs at the moment, mm-hmm. really. Um they'll have one or two blokes that get those high thirty disposal like thirty possession. Sort of um, games, Carlton. The last few weeks, they're getting four to six blokes in the thirties to mid thirties. Yeah, it's too many. It's too many. It is too many. And um, I saw this with my club a couple of years ago. Um, Not when we, when we were finishing seventh and not competing in finals. Mm. Like we were having, like you look at the you look at the betting odds, and it's like the six bulldogs players a dollar twenty. Oh, mate. Yeah, you get twenty five or more. You
0: can pick five bulldogs for twenty five touches.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, I mean Geelong, Geelong, Geelong's quick. Like they won a premiership off the back of fast attacking footy.
0: They struggle to get guys on thirty possessions. Yeah, though. Yeah, there yeah, was a, yeah. There was Dangerfield,
1: a Dangerfield, way to thirty on the weekend. He did. Yeah.
0: And there was a time when Guthrie was the only yeah, one that yeah, was yeah. likely.
1: That's what I mean. But these guys, they, these teams are going deep. They're
0: going deep by moving the footy quicker. Like so, we were to your point though. If I look at my team, Parish and Merritt. Um, yeah. Parish certainly thirty touches, but. Merit routinely 25 plus, sometimes yeah, yeah. 30. Yeah, I don't know who the next... Oh, Shields. Shield Shields shield been having a good year. Shields under a better but the, coach. But everyone after that yeah, yeah. is like 20. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Mason Redmond might bob up and get 28 or something. Now, I know you
0: like him, so indulge me for a second. Yeah. But did you know there are four players in the comp averaging 20 touches and a goal? One of them is Nick Martin. There you go. I think um, Dugowie... So yeah, certainly was. Yep. Dacos is 25 and a goal.
3: Yeah.
0: Who was the fourth? Dacos, what, the best player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's very good, man. He's very good. But I sent you that thing today about the AFL player ratings from the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did he rank, like 18th or 18th. something? It was pretty, it was, no, it was 23rd. Yeah, yeah. It was really low. Who was first, second, and third? Uh, B- Bont McRae and Well, the impact <laughs> Bont had just, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not a com- comparison yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: but yeah. Not yeah. saying
0: Dacos didn't deserve the medal. Yeah. Um I, I I personally would have given it to my vote to side bottom. Yep. But my uh that would have been my first position, second to Dacos. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Back to your disposal point.
1: Yeah. Oh one quick one about Carlton. Yep. Eight goals, twelve sixty, final score. Yeah. Four goals, nine from free kicks. Oh wow. Yeah. So the rest from general play. That is yeah.
0: Well, the Kerno and Mackay thing is being highlighted because um, there's been some poor poor goal-kicking accuracy as yep. well lately. Yep. Well, Harry Mackay doesn't know what to do when he's
1: lining up for set. You're do absolutely I go around correct. the corner? Do I kick a drop punt? You're Jesus, absolutely not... correct. And then Paddy Cripps is out on radio saying what he has to say. Oh, Harry's working very hard on his set shots and he's drilling them all at training. Yeah, because there's no one in the crowd booing you, <laughs> getting in here. So, yeah, it's a completely different thing when you're playing as you are at training. Yeah, if I'm lining up for goal down at the park, Bob, I look like a dead-eye dick. Put me on a footy field, I bet I shank it. I bet I shank it, mate. So, yeah. I don't even play. (laughs) But yeah, Um, and I'm not six foot
0: seven. So the question's been raised um, tonight, although I heard it yesterday and whatever. Who are you taking? I I don't even know how to frame this. I suppose the question is, who are you taking? Second year Nick Dacos or second year Chris Judd? Now, I've just shown you the graphic that they've put up. (laughs) I suppose the question is, who are you taking, Jacko?
1: Well, I will begin my answer by saying, when I was reading through it, I said to you, "Mm, the graphics guy halfway through writing this out would have been like, why am I even posting this? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's Chris Judd, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I told you he's um, the second best player I've ever seen in my lifetime.
0: So, so in the in the thirty-one games, yeah, played, it's twenty more goals, fifty more, more than fifty more clearances. It's also more tackles, yeah, um, which they haven't shown here. It's more inside fifties. It's just the disposals, yeah. So we saying that ten more disposals a game or oh, it's eleven. Sorry, it's eleven point seven to be exact. Is worth more than twenty goals, fifty clearances, thirty inside fifties, and God knows how many tackles. Is it? Is it really worth more? No. So, are we just in a? Are we in a weird phase where we're back to focusing so much on the number mm. rather than the? We're on. We're on quantity rather than quality. Yeah. And I said to you the other day, we had. Oh, no, sorry, it was this morning. Tom Mitchell's Brownlow. Yeah. Does anyone actually respect that Brownlow medal? I feel like it's in the Matt Prittis category. Yeah. Like, oh, that's right. He won a Brownlow.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, it's not one of the all time Brownlows. No. It's not Fife's double. It's not Dane Swans. It's Adam Goods. It's not Goodsy. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not Juddies. No. Nah. It's not Gablet's. It's. Oh, Gary Ablett's
1: oh, 09. I think. Uh, no, 11, 11. Yeah, it's the greatest Brownlow medal of all time.
0: Yeah. Sensational. Cause it
1: was like a three win team.
0: Should have, should have had another one, but yeah, by the by, Dane Swan is a champion Collingwood player. Yeah. He's not in the same bracket as Judd and Ablett and goods and those guys. Yeah. Right. But his Brownlow medal was sensational. Yeah. It was a very good. Team. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, Dane
0: Swan's a hall of famer. He will be. He will be. Yeah. Certainly for Collingwood. Yeah. Um, and there are plenty of guys that don't have one that we'd say are uh, well deserving. But anyway, my point is that. So, so,
1: um, oh, shit. What's his name? Shane Woe Woden. I was a. You yeah. took
0: the words right out of my mouth, yeah. man. Yeah. And I remember that year, obviously, for reasons so well, but. <laughs>
1: 21 and was... 1. <laughs> Who'd you
0: lose to? <laughs> Chris Grant. I don't the know. The Chris Grant Football Club. The Ballarat Bulldogs or something. <laughs> Like, you know, you're, you're welcome for the um, equalization money, you fucking cheap bastards The Seddon Jack Russells,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sed <and> Jack Russells. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But yeah, I just think we're, we're looking at quantity Yeah Rather than quality Yeah And look, I know we had um, It's like the UK office and the US office Yeah uh, The US office is pretty good It's pretty good They're both yeah. very good Yeah I said it last week. Now, our, our pod ran into some software issues last week. Yes. Um, yep. But nevertheless, we we carry on. And I said it last week and we didn't get to put it out there that I had a long diatribe about the fact that I felt like Nick Dacos and Jason Horn francis are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. The manner in which we choose to treat these players is with an just – a magnification that is not required yeah. and I don't think it's healthy. Mm. For Horn Francis, it's resulted in booing, yeah, controversy in the media. His coach had to step in and, you know, sort of fly the flag for him. Yeah. But on the other side of the coin, we're getting this overhyping of Nick DeKos. Now, mm. I did I remember I did say what happens if he gets third-year blues. He spent 18 to 24 months. Yeah from his fan base and now from the general media saying this guy could win a Brownlow. Yeah. If he all of a sudden turns into the 15th best player on Collingwood's list, what does that do to his mental state?
1: If teams clamp him up and he's no good at shaking the clamp, that's that's a real problem.
0: Yeah. If I was – I think Collingwood have not only embraced this hype, but I think they've accelerated it. Yeah. And they did it with Ginevan and it didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, they did it with Jaden Stevenson. It didn't work out. Well, now it's
1: time for Kane Corns to work his magic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he is... Uh, Over to
1: you now, Kano. The
0: master of disaster. Yeah. He brings it back down, but... Yeah. I haven't heard anyone say it yet. So I'm, I'm missing something and I'm completely wrong. I will say that I think Nick Dacos is, is a top 10 player in his position. Yeah. I think no one could argue with that. That's no, no, an no. Absolute... No. We can all have and, a conversation where we agree about that.
1: Yeah. And we're not sitting here... N- saying he's not this sensationally talented young kid because mm. he is. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah.
0: So I think it makes him a top 50 player in the game. Yeah. Um, Which is
1: no mean feat. It's a, it's a good pedestal. It's a good place to be.
0: Yeah. If I thought my way through it and ran out a list of names of guys who don't make that, yeah, would probably be like, fuck, he's, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, like, how is he the 71st best player?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think he's in the, he's not in the 10 best in the comp. Yeah. I think that's obvious. Mm. So the fact that he's got this Brownlow metal hype is about how the system works rather than the actual quality of play.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because there's not a single person that could look you in the eye and say, I would rather have Nick Dacos than Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. They don't exist. No. And if they do, they're just lying. Yeah. Um, they can't say that about Clayton Oliver. I yeah. dare them to say it about Bond, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. You get yeah. my point, right? Um, and as you go down that list- Lockie
1: Neal even. Lockie Neal. Yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe that's because of a proven history, but right now next week, yeah, there is at least 10 guys I would rather have in my team than Nick Dacos. And that I think that list probably extends past 20 pretty Dunkley? comfortably. <sighs> Fuck, I love Josh Dunkley. Yeah, I know. I, I really do. Mm. I think if he was in, if he was at GWS, yeah. let's say playing that Tim Taranto role, yeah. I think he makes Tim Taranto's output in that team look m- like middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. He'd be kicking. Him and Toby Green would be sharing in five goals a week. Yeah, ten, twelve clearances, and fifty remarkable. disposals. It yeah. would be so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, the my point is that how we treat second year players. I think is really important. Yeah. And we're doing both of them a disservice right now. Yeah. Two guys that are roughly in the same category. Well, I mean, same draft, but same category of player. Yeah. Where they have gone to clubs that sees them as the Messiah. Yeah. And North treated theirs one way. Mm. And just because Collingwood's winning games, he gets treated a different way. Now, if we go on and say we win that last quarter by two goals and beat them by 40 points, it would have been. Yeah. What do, What does anyone have to say about the quality of his 40 touches? But because they win and he kicks two in the last, which yeah. was fantastic. It was a great last quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And it probably was match defining yeah. in the last. But up until then, I'm not particularly that interested in his touches. No. No. Dinky handballs. Right. Just part of the chain. Part of the chain, which I mean, it's not nothing. No. But yeah, it's just not earth shattering. So I, I'd like to see, yeah,
1: I'm going to go digging. I'm going to go and compare Tyson Edwards' output to Nick Dacos.
0: Look, I mean, (laughs) anyone getting 40 touches is impacting a game of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is, is that what the game demands in order for teams to win games of football? And I would argue No. No. I would argue it's definitely not the case because I'm watching St. Kilda win games of football and coming nowhere near that feat. Yeah. What's Sinclair averaging? 29, maybe 30? Maybe,
3: yeah. Maybe
0: at best yep. doing a similar, like the same role effectively. Yep. And they're winning We just had 27
1: on. on the weekend and he was best on ground. He was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyway, I, yeah. It's I so would, funny. Like right at the
1: start of this this turn in Jack Sinclair's career, we sort of like, oh, that's cute. Like, you know, he's having a bit of a. He's, um, he's, he's, he is legit, Jack Sinclair. Yeah. He's a gunman. He's beginning to really yeah.
0: consolidate yeah. that, you know, a re- repeat all Australian contender. Yeah. And, and I, I'm sure impressive. I speak
1: for Paddy. The way his mullet flicks when he's got possession of it, he, he means business, that guy. Yeah. I does. love it. It yeah. does. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to see Nick Dacos have a, I don't want to see him fall from the clouds, but I do feel like the the narrative that's created, fueled by the media, yeah, is letting him fly too close to the sun. Yeah. And at 19, 20 years old, that's just- a, So it's young, a, man. It's a dangerous place yeah, to be, dude. really young. Jason
1: on Francis will never be liked. He won't. Well, I don't dislike him. I don't. And I think he's got so much upside and I think he's going to be a superstar. Yeah. He gives me Patrick Dangerfield vibes.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, do you remember when Tim Watson said that um, Jaeger O'Meara? Yeah. We were watching the birth of the best, potentially the best footballer of all time. Yep, We watched Matt Rowe's first three games and said he was going to win a Brownlow. We've done this. Michael Barlow. Michael Barlow. Yep. We've done this with so many guys. Now the difference with all of them is long-term injury got yep. them early. Yeah. And then they had a road back. Jaeger never recovered. Matt Rowell is actually starting to build.
1: Yeah. He looks good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He got through a year being a one type of player. Yeah. I'd call him a young liver. Yeah. And now he's starting to build a little yeah. bit. And he's, more. and he's
1: gone different. He's untucked his Jersey socks down. Mm. Yeah. Something in that.
0: <laughs> Not much. Um, I just don't know if it's ever worked, yeah. man. Other than Chris Judd. Yeah. Walked in, sensational straight away, continued to be an out and out, arguably best player in the comp yeah. or top five perennially over that stretch that he played.
1: Yeah. Um and I'll I'm sort of speaking from someone who's you know, like my brother my brother played high level junior football, and it becomes less fun very quickly for some. Yeah. Um the way uh, what I read online, and I know it's online and, you know, it's an evil place, social media, um, What's what people write, what middle-aged men and women write about a, this 19-year-old Jason Orn Francis is vile. It's a disgrace, man. Like this kid is 19 and he's made a personal decision to go to a club who clearly have a better future in front of – like he, he, he's got a better future at that club. It's a more stable club. I mean, North Melbourne aren't exactly sunshine and rainbows at the moment. No. And he's made a decision to go home, be close to a family, and he's got a three-year-old sibling who he wants to see grow up. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he has a three-year-old brother.
2: Wow. So okay. he wants
1: that
0: actually to... changes things for me quite a bit. Yeah, man, he wants to be a part of that kid's life. I respect that. Yeah, mm. yeah. He's made he's... So it's not, it wasn't just he... a mum's home cooking? No, no. Nah. Mm. No, he's got
1: a three-year-old brother. Like that's a massive thing. Like
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is a
2: massive thing. So
1: when you strip it down and you look at the personal lives of these people, you got to give him a break. Like this. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm scared that he'll stop enjoying his football. I'm scared for him. I'm not scared. I'm I don't have a I don't have an emotional interest in it because he plays for Port, but um I worry that he'll stop enjoying his footy and he's so talented.
0: Yeah. Hard in a two team town as well. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, the, Adla- yeah, he's gone to port, so he's completely automatically hated by the Crows. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Which I is mean, fine. It's, it's That's probably probably part of part sixty
0: percent of, of the football audience. Yeah. Maybe maybe more. Yeah. In Adelaide. Yeah. yeah. So unless you are I'm,
1: I'm just reading here and eighty three percent of them are alcoholics. So,
0: <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm joking. Um seventy nine percent agreed with the Collingwood supporter <laughs>
1: on Anzac Day. <laughs> But um, I just I just worry he'll it'll zap the fun out of it, and I think what Ken Inkley did the other week was pretty solid. Yeah, that's a that's a coach who loves his players.
0: That's a fair point, actually. I was just thinking about like the challenges geographically, but in my mind quickly went to where's the safest place, and it's obviously Geelong. Yeah, any town you can insulate yourself as the only team. Yeah, so Gold Coast, yeah. Brisbane, Geelong. Everywhere else is minimum two team town, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call Sydney and GWS the same freaking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. but the general public up there don't really care. No about AFL. No, so nowhere near as much. Yeah,
0: yeah. But the Gold Coast heat hence
1: is hence why Danaher went north. He wanted to escape all the scrutiny. Yeah, wanted
0: to go miss goals up there. Yeah. No, he's been he's been better. We actually <laughs> he praised, has been him. Better. We praised him last week. Yeah, we did. We, we did, did praise him last week. Big gump. Um
1: you just resituate just, yourself, yeah, mate. Yeah, just getting comfy. <laughs> yeah.
0: But anyway, um, enough about Dacos. I probably sound like a hater and I, I'm not. I'm just, yeah, I, I just don't like the narrative. Yeah. I don't think this...
1: Well, it's not that fair on
0: him. Well, if it doesn't end in him being Gary Ablett or Chris Judd, it ends badly. Yeah. That's where we've set the bar now. Yeah. And that's. it's way too early to do that to a young man. Yeah. And it's not necessary. They're yeah. playing good footy. Yeah. I'm t- like Pendles, I was... At halftime, Pendles was better. By full-time, I thought side bottom was better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first quarter, Darcy Moore was the best player on the ground. Yeah. There were so many other things other than to just lump it all on this one young kid. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is what it is. Uh, now, we've been crapping on for a while, man. Should we get through uh, the t- – actually, before we get through the tips. Brown, A bit of browning around. Yeah. You, sh- you showed it to me and I uh, – it's – if there was ever a quintessential Tom Brown Browning around quote, this is the, this is the one you showed it to me And you've got to read it three times yeah because it makes no sense yeah.
1: it's a disgrace <laughs> um, And I quote <laughs> uh, listeners, if you need to rewind this, um, no yeah no judgment because you yeah you'll have to rewind this. Collingwood is my understanding. Chasing Gold Coast's Ben King. My information this week is that King is more likely to stay at the Gold Coast or go and play with his brother, Max. Um, that was Tom Brown. Um, so I put this on my Instagram story and I said, wow, Ben King will be the first AFL footballer to play for three different clubs at once.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I will ask you a question seriously on, on Ben King. Right now,
0: do you think do you think he's more likely to leave or stay? Oh, who knows? Yeah. Tom Brown does. I said <laughs> I said this when they got drafted and Patty was like, he'll be wearing a Saints jersey yeah, one day. Yeah. Why would you want two of exactly the same player?
1: Yeah. I'm, who funnily enough look the same too?
0: <laughs> I just is there yeah. space for two guys exactly yeah. the same? It's a commentator's
1: nightmare. Yeah.
0: So would you say that? Kerno and Makaya the closest forward combo to being similar in terms of their game style?
1: Yeah, well I think it's showing.
0: Mm. Yeah. And there's pros and cons to that. Yeah. At the moment, there's cons. Yeah. I don't think yeah, I don't think it's a guaranteed of anything. I would say Danaher and Hipwood are very similar, mm. and they've taken ages to iron out those kinks yeah. and they're, they're not completely gone yet.
1: Oh, it'd be the get of all gets for Collingwood. They need it. Yeah. They need a yeah
0: They've been looking for one for a while.
1: Mm. They missed down on Tom Lynch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A few clubs did. So did mine. I reckon. Yeah. A few clubs could. um, Yeah. It would be a great get for Collingwood and it's probably a great fit for Ben King.
1: It's such a good get for Collingwood that I really hope he doesn't go there. (laughs) Because they'll be good
0: for a while. Yeah. They'll be great for a while (laughs) actually. It will will change the face of their forward line for years and years to come. Bobby Hill's not going anywhere for quite some time. Yeah. Maybe Ginevan turns into a, like a boat. Oh, if I'm St.
1: Kilda, I don't even entertain it.
0: You've already got max. Just because once you get them, you can't split him. Nah, nope. Uh, otherwise you'll lose both. Yeah it, yeah. it just comes with, it comes with baggage. Yeah. Um, Baggage that I'm not sure they need.
1: Yeah. For Gold Coast sake, God, I hope he stays for them. And
0: They'll to be honest, they're just Well, he, here's the thing. Yeah. Let's say they go hard for Ben King. Yeah. Are they going to lose Mitch Owens for nothing?
3: Yeah. Maybe.
0: If I was him, I'd demand a trade. I'd be yeah. like, I've just my stocks have just risen. Yeah. And you're about to offer me.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm not getting a pay rise. I'm not getting more opportunity. I'm not getting anything.
1: Yeah. I was a no name five weeks ago, and now yeah. I'm taking the piss. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, that was my browning around. Oh, it's a great
0: one.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tom Brown says, could rain tomorrow. Mm if clouds arrive and sun is not out, chance that it might be wet. Yeah. Thanks, fuckwit.
1: But as I am employed by Channel 7, Jane Bunn did assure me
0: sunshine. (laughs) All right. um, Enough browning around. Let's get through some of the tips. Um, I only got six on the weekend. I don't even remember doing my tips, to be honest. It feels like it was so many days ago.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, we're... Yeah, the round's just finished. We're just digesting it. And we are two nights away from a game. Why'd I tip Carlton? Good one. <laughs> That's fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. and I tipped uh, the Bombers and I tipped Sydney.
1: Yeah. I got eight. I took some risks. I got eight. Yeah. And I was feeling really good about it at three-quarter time yesterday because it was Essendon that let me down. But I took a punt and it nearly came off. Um, massive shout-out and congratulations to Alzi. Nine out of nine. Very good round of tipping. Tin arse. <laughs> I did say to her, oh, "If only that was in a multi." I reckon, yeah, it would have been pain a bit.
0: It has the the um, as we've gone on. I mean, we've we've clearly elevated our performance. We're getting threes and fours. Yeah, oh yeah. So it is much easier to tip now. Yep. The season is really beginning to take shape. Yeah, um, and it's not hard to do some predictors. I think as we get towards the buy rounds as well, and we, I always look forward to, to us doing our mid year all Australian, and we can do some genuine future predictions from then. But yep. Let's not forget, some of the predictions we've made mid-year <laughs> have looked foolish 11 weeks <laughs> later. Really <laughs> foolish. So for as much as we say that, you know, we say season over for Richmond, season over for Frio. There are surprise packets in store, no doubt. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, and it's such an open se- – this is a brilliant footy season, man. It
0: is an open season. Yeah. And if you think about – let's There could be a team outside of the top four that win the flag this year. So let's lump – Port Carlton, Adelaide and Essendon into one category yeah. and say that only two of those actually get to play finals. Mm. At best. Yeah. Two of those get to play finals. Yeah. That's tough, man. Yeah. There's two teams that have like Port I can understand maybe being shaky, but if someone said there's no chance Essendon make it, I was like, it's so hard for me to be super confident. Yeah. Adelaide look like they'll be okay. Yeah. But um we'll see about their their injuries, but there was space where if St. Kilda lost on the weekend to Carlton. Yep. I know the draw is easy, but I would have started to have a a couple of concerns. Yeah. So it was it was great for them to consolidate. And they get a chance to back that up. Uh Friday night versus Port. Yeah. So this is this is massive for Port Adelaide, man.
2: Mm, I huge. know it,
0: I know it doesn't feel like it should be like that fucking big, but four wins. Year to date so far. Um, one of those, obviously, against the Eagles. They just scraped over the line against your mob. They just scraped over the line against Sydney. Yeah. Um, Adelaide got them in the showdown. Collingwood absolutely freaking annihilated them. And they caught Brisbane asleep in round one. Mm. So I don't put much stock into the Brisbane one. Yeah. And then their other two wins are unconvincing. Yep. So what does this mean for them if they lose to St Kilda on Friday night? Should we be concerned about their place in the top 8 mm. or are they going to be that team that gets the 13 wins required and and then we'll look stupid for questioning them at all? Who do you think wins? It's at Marvel.
1: Yeah, St Kilda. Yeah. 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 I think I think they
0: I think they're the real deal, man. Yeah, it's it's hard to see them. Yeah. It's really hard to see them losing. Yeah. To port at Marvel. Yeah. And I want to see them consolidate as many Marvel wins as possible. Yeah. Helps if they play finals and we play finals, it helps the case for us to get a Marvel. North, get finals played at Marvel yeah. for fuck's sake. A stadium owned by the AFL, man. It's a disgrace. Yeah. If Geelong are allowed to get those ridiculous home ground advantages for eleven games during the year, yeah. why can't finals be played at Marvel? Yeah. we we'll let it. how many can you fit at GMHBA at the moment? With oh, the redevelopment work. Like 25?
1: I, I reckon there was about 20,000 there the other night.
0: That's not good enough,
1: man. Yeah. In fact, let me find out for you. Oh, it, was it was a full house. So let me, I bet you it hasn't been posted. <laughs> it, will, it will have because half the stadium is missing.
0: Well, Sydney have a good record down there, um, which, mm. is, which is why I tipped them. But obviously it sounded foolish. It was 23,134. So yeah. There you go. They're struggling to get 25000 into the joint, but we get told that like, oh, no, I mean, it's crowd numbers and whatever.
1: Well, I actually heard a rumor that they've used the wrong material.
0: Really? Yeah. You're all over this, mate. Yeah. So. Some cladding issues, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Did they not report that they did? They used the wrong structural steel in a couple of pylons or something? Yeah. And they had to be redone? I heard that a couple of months ago, but um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Claddy
1: Danger Terrace.
0: Claddy Dangerfield. <laughs> oh, it's going to catch on fire, the joint. <laughs> um, yeah, Saints for me. And I just think they do a number of – I think they strangle that port forward line. Yeah. Who, without Charlie Dixon, I know Finn Layson stepped up. Yeah. And sadly, Mitch Georgiades. Oh, ACL. Rough. Rough. Because he was building. They're lucky they've got Todd Marshall. Yeah. Your man. Fuck, you love him. I've loved him from the moment I watched him play football. Yeah. So this is a young Justin Westoff.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's continued. He's a bit. I think he's going to be a better forward than that. Yeah. But, I like that. It's mm. a good take.
1: All right. Um, second game. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. So Justin Longmuir is not sleeping this week, man. Brisbane at the Gabba. It, this is going to, oh, I think this will be a bloodbath.
0: I was about to say the same thing, but the price reflects that. Yeah. They're over $6, Fremantle. That's unbelievable. Isn't it? If I told you at the start of the year, Fremantle will be paying $6 in a game.
1: Yeah. You'd be, like, be like, well, what's gone wrong?
0: Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd think it was just injury, but it's Rory not Rory Love must have
1: been so important
0: to them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they're really missing Blake Acres, man. Really missing Blake Acres.
0: Yeah, but the list of guys they're missing is not huge. I mean, that graphic that no I was that's talking what I mean, about but earlier. The way, he had a career best year last year. And Michael Walters is having a better year. Yeah. There are some guys that have Luke Ryan is a rock. Yeah. yeah, I love Luke Ryan as a footballer. Yeah. He's really impressive.
1: Dwayne, guy. Luke, Ryan, Johnson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, that was a stretch. <laughs> but you basically gave the guy four first names. You <laughs> <Four first names. laughs> least give one to
1: Levi Casbold. He doesn't have one.
2: <laughs>
0: Oh, too good. Um. Levi's a first name. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, good God! Famous Levi's include I don't know. There's probably there's a Jewish guy somewhere, and the guy who made Levi jeans, Levi Strauss. Famous, famous comfy.
1: (laughs) I'm looking for sponsorship. All right. Um. Yeah. Brisbane bloodbath. I think this will be forty plus.
0: Put them up. Forty plus. Forty plus. All yep. right.
1: Do you want a margin? Fifty-six points.
0: Yeah, it's big. It's hard to see them slowing down Charlie Cameron at the moment. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. And no obvious matchup. Yeah, no obvious matchup. Yeah. So.
1: And um, Alex Pierce will be busy picking on Lockie Neal for leaving four years ago. Who,
0: whoever's got the blondest hair, of <laughs> uh, PTSD. <laughs> he's he's going to oh, run. Well. He's going to run to Will Ashcroft will and kick the shit out of him.
1: <laughs> Johnny Bravo's little brother off Wish. He's in trouble. <laughs>
0: Johnny Bravo. What a throwback. All right.
1: So, yeah, Brisbane for both of us there. Now, I actually took a little bit of time to make my selection in this game. The Battle of the Bridge. The Battle of the Bridge at the Sydney Cricket Ground, Sydney versus Greater Western Sydney. I, um, I thought about it for about eight seconds, whether there's any merit in maybe... Tipping GWS and I did not, so I think the Swans get it done, but they're just so undermanned. And I know Sam Taylor's out, and I know that young Ke- no, not young, that Kennedy fella did his knee.
0: Yep. yeah, yeah. They've got some issues um, yep. at play,
1: but That's... it's just the midfield battle. I see GWS dominating.
0: Well, they look like twenty. I'll say twenty eighteen GWS. Yeah, like Canelio and Kelly are tearing it apart. Yeah, yeah. Toby Green's still kind of doing his thing, although it was held quite a couple of weeks ago, but um, Himmelberg's looking dangerous.
2: Man.
1: I mean, he's playing as if he's a free
0: agent at the end of the year. (laughs) Isn't he? This is the most contract year performance I've I've seen for some time since Brady Grundy. Yeah. But the commentary was, He's the most important free agent, or the the, the most valuable free yeah, agent. Yeah. I was like, keep talking that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I want yeah. to hear. Take the attention off my boys, who I'd rather have in a heartbeat. Yeah. But yeah, keep going for Himmelberg, Parish, and Redmond. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Big surprise. He's having a good season at twenty-seven when he's about to get his last contract and it's yeah. a contract year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sold. But look, they did only lose to Carlton by ten. They only lost to us by uh, two goals. They had to wrestle with Hawthorne, which probably. Threw us off a little bit. Yeah. Because we, we didn't really rate Hawthorne at all. Um, But then, you know, they lost by three three goals to Brisbane, 21 points. So they're not getting walked over. No. No, uh, they're turning up and fighting. They are fighting. Yeah. Sam Taylor's a massive out though, I man, yep. especially with the, the forward firepower yep. of that Brisbane team. Not to mention like
1: a 40 or 50 point turnaround against the Crows. Yeah. Yeah. True. And the Crows are flying. That was, so. ra-
0: that was round one though.
1: 37 degrees. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's hard to, hard to know the reality of round one efforts, but I would say that GWS have a have a bit of fight in them. Yeah. I think Sydney at a dollar twenty two is too low. So yeah, one of my bets will have GWS at a line. It'll probably be high. It'll be yeah. like a plus 38 plus thirty eight and a half yeah. or something. But I still get a half decent price. They're paying four thirty for the win, mm. and not getting walked over. So who knows? We'll yeah. find out. Uh, speaking of walkovers, your game?
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, us we'll we'll slaughter Hawthorne at Marvel, I yep. think. Yeah. I, I think so. this could be sixty plus.
0: Yeah, because their midfield sucks.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: And I know their midfield Haw- rocks. I know Hawks fans are gonna go, uh, well, you know, Warpool's been better than what we thought. Yeah, but he's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Newcomb's still putting together some stuff, yes, but not consistently. Yeah, but They're gonna be standing next to Bontempelli. Right. Yeah. Who some people, if you talk to them this week, think is the best midfielder in the game right yep. now. And Jack McRae is coming off nearly a career best performance yep. in terms of impact around the stoppage. So yep. Treloar's racking them up.
1: Libba's out. So that sucks, but oh well. No, oh, you'll best, manage. Best week to miss. Mate, you'll manage easy. Yeah.
0: It's yeah, it's their midfield that I have concerns about. Although yep. Connor and Ash did play a good game. Um, They'll get Will Day back. Yep. Which is a good get for them. Yep. Cam McKenzie has dropped off already. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a huge concern. Uh, went from the sub to I wouldn't be surprised if he's not playing at all yeah next week so yeah I, yeah some concerns there and at Marvel on a fast deck they're fucked
3: yeah
0: oh God it's gonna be just it's just gonna be a, oh, Jesus to be a gangbang of ass rape. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Melbourne by if they're in the mood 80 points. If they're in the if mood. If they're in the mood, and I think they will be. Yeah. Because I don't think they'd be that stoked with their
0: performance against Richmond. Nah. Nah. It needed more. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if we said that they would. Well, we didn't. And they'll be, they'll we, be,
1: this, they, this is important percentage for them.
0: Yep. We didn't say that they would thump Richmond. We yep. said they're definitely not losing. No. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah.
3: yeah. And um, they did
1: what good teams do. They corrected during the game and made sure they won the game. Because they were under pressure.
0: And I think the yeah the errors that they're making, you know, yep. what I was talking about earlier about the shoulder-to-shoulder defense on key position players, but some other stuff too. Like, I think they've misused Lockie Hunter a couple of times. Ed yep. Langdon looked much better yeah. than Lockie Hunter on the weekend. Yep. It was a couple of weeks ago when they played shit, yep. Hunter looked better. Yeah. 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 They have to use their guy. Ed Langdon's their guy. Yeah. Um, Brayshaw looked better. Viney looked better. I think those guys try and keep the ball rolling because mm. if you're... Simon Goodwin. It's about building momentum. Yeah. And yeah, if they're in the mood, 80 points. I'll give North some credit and say it'll be fifty-five.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: 83. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> Moving on. Um yeah. Jeez. West Coast Carlton.
0: Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. Carlton. Comfortably. I, I'm gonna say this will be 60 points. Yeah. If there was ever An angry Carlton. If there was ever a week where you have to prove that you're a finalist. Yeah that you can mix it, yeah. do it against someone who's fucking shit <laughs> and then everyone will just start believing again because yeah. the fans will have been banging for blood. I'm sure they're the type. What's the fallout if they lose this game? Oh, could you imagine the
3: fallout, Bob?
0: Well, that's extreme, isn't it? Yeah. They'd be three and a half wins. Mm. <sighs> having lost two. One of the most undermanned clubs in the history of the modern era. Yeah. Well, then there's
1: no way they're losing this game.
0: No, I, I think this is when they. I, I think this is when the forward line clicks and they just go fucking ape shit.
1: Yeah. But if any club can lose this game, it's Carlton. <laughs> All right. Now this is a great game. Great game.
0: Yeah, I don't have. I don't have much. I'm not. I'm not going to tip us because I'm not an idiot. Yeah. But well. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, put your pitchforks out and your hay bales because it's the farmers' game. The it's farmers' game. Farm versus Essendon. Well, Essendon versus Geelong. It's your home game.
0: Tom Hawkins is giving um tit pool clinics. Yeah. Pre-game. <laughs> Here's how you milk it, and then we will show you how to squeeze some tits. Yeah. Jeremy Cameron, he'd have a farm too, does he not?
1: Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But he's more he's more the fishing type. I don't think he's raising
1: cattle, is he? Um, he's got yeah, he's got cows, I think. He put yeah, there's that famous video of him putting his um premiership medal around one of them at four AM. No, not not it
0: jeez, I nearly made a really bad joke thing okay. that I'm not gonna make.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was reminiscent of a Nathan Broad type act. Yes. <laughs> we'll leave that there. Yeah. All right.
1: I'd rather <laughs> milk those.
0: <laughs> Tell me about this. Tell me about your thoughts on this game before I stick my foot. It's me. a real 50-50 for me. No, surely not. You don't have to be that nice around me. No, I think it is. Really? I'm, yeah,
1: I'll give you enough credit. Geelong are, as, Geelong are a premiership side who had a horrible start, who are starting to refine what they're all about. Yep. Um, which is why I'm tipping Geelong. I think Geelong win. Yep. Um, but I, I don't think – you guys are not easy beats. You guys, are, you guys have got a system. Brad Scott's, Brad Scott's proving he's a really good coach. And we already knew he can coach. Did it for ten years. Um yeah, I'll give you plenty of credit. I've been really impressed. I'm really bullish with you guys. Um I was last year until you absolutely let me down. Um oh, I think yeah, I think I think you got a good good squad of players there, man. And Zach Merritt's back in. So That's true. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, I think Geelong, I think Jeremy Cameron on the G, who might just have another massive day. Yeah, because Leverday he'll be out, won't
0: he? I'm not sure what the fallout injury wise will yeah, be. But
1: AC joint, I heard. Yeah, yeah, they'll
0: they'll be. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't just him. Yeah. So that there'll be there'll be a few issues, and we don't have. Um. Oh, there's. Oh, the I just thought for... it's
1: the it's the um it's the turnaround. Oh, Geelong, Geelong had Geelong have a seven day break. You guys have like a four or five day break.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, Geelong, Geelong might smash you then, just. Purely based on that.
0: Yeah. Well, we've done a good job of controlling tempo Mm. in games against good teams. And we did do that for... Smash was strong, but convincing. Yeah. A five-goal win. We... Well, I mean, I guess they've given us the Sunday game. What can you do? But if there was ever an occasion for Monday night football... Yeah. Yeah. Why not Mm. think ahead? You don't have to have the Farmers game then. Yeah. You could have definitely had it the week after. So we're playing Port Adelaide at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, why? Like, just change the fixture in advance, you stupid idiots! Yeah. Like, it's a it's a clear disadvantage to one team. Yeah, so whatever. But yeah, um, yeah I'll I'll take Geelong and I'll say 20, 22 points. Yeah, I, I think if we can keep it under thirty points, yeah, um, I'll be okay with that yeah. considering the circumstances, the cu- the quality of them. Yeah, but it will still take a good effort to control the corridor to why we were we were the most um we're the most efficient team by foot and hand yeah we'll need every bit of that
3: yeah if yep.
0: we're going to keep it competitive yeah um but I do like the shape of our our forward line that we've got different yeah. avenues to goal yeah I think when we apply pressure to them with two ruckman again it didn't quite work the way I thought it would yeah on Anzac day but um it has the potential to mm. that's for sure yep. so I think we can apply some pressure there and um, kick enough goals to make it competitive. So I'll say the Cats, but I'll I'll say 30, and if it's under that, I'll be happy. Yeah. Nice, nice. Richmond Gold Coast at Marvel. Every time I see this on the fixture, my mind goes straight back to Darwin. Yeah, Carmichael Hunt. Absolutely. Yeah. For some reason, that's stuck in my psyche Mm. like few other neutral games have for me. And I always give Gold Coast a sniff in these games. Always. Yeah.
1: Which is funny because at 1612 this afternoon, um, I said to my boss, Carmichael Hunt rumoured to be in for Tuke Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he's too busy getting fucked in a prison to play football.
0: Oh, Jesus
1: <laughs> Christ. Someone's a bit arky.
0: Imagine the size of the guy that's fucking Carmichael Hunt. <laughs> I know.
3: Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.
0: Um, so last year the Suns won by two points. Yeah. Year before that they won by ten points. Yeah. I really rate them. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I rate them, and I think they're going to give them headaches again. Yep. It's at Marvel. Are you doing it? It. Uh, I no, took Miller. I can't. I can't do it. Nah, dude, I've because Gold man. Coast have not shown me anywhere near nah, enough. nah. It's at Marvel,
1: mm.
0: which Gold Coast were okay there against us. Yeah. Yeah, their midfield took it up to us. So Richmond are going to have to play good and footy. R-
1: Richmond hate going there. It's it's
0: basically an interstate game for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna, they're definitely going to have to play good footy to win this game. But I'll I'll tip Richmond.
1: Yeah, no, I'll mm. take Richmond. Yep, yep. All right, the last get This this is fascinating. Yeah,
0: should this, be game of the round.
1: Yeah, yeah. This will really tell us where Adelaide are at. It's Adelaide and they're hosting Collingwood at Adelaide Oval. Um. I've tipped Adelaide.
0: Tell me why. Home. Sure. Hostile crowd. No 19th man
1: for Collingwood. No 19th man for Collingwood. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they've got I think they've got a few players they could choose. And I think Matthew Nix is bold enough. Like, we know he's bold. I think he's bold enough to have a four quarter run with with Dacos. I think he's gonna try it.
0: Who would you send to him?
1: I'd bring in, I'd bring that if he's fit. I don't even know. I don't know if he's injured. I'd bring that Berry kid in. Sam Berry? Sam Berry. Mm. I'd bring him in and I'd say, hey, man, you're on Dacos all
0: day. Is a tackling machine and he's quick. Oh, he's a tackling machine. Yeah. Roughly the same size. Yep. Uh, and yeah, an absolute tackling machine. Yeah.
1: I'm tipping Adelaide. Uh, I mean... I might be sacrificing a tip here, but um, yeah, this is a game of game of inches. So I'm 13th out of 16th, so I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> well, they're
0: not really mi- – I mean, they're not missing anyone, Adelaide. No, they're fit. Like we spoke about before. They will run for four quarters with Collingwood
1: yeah. who demand it. They demand, they demand their opposition. To ru- like, they will kill you if you don't do it. Yeah. And they played – yeah, they played on that ground two weeks ago against a Saints team that swallowed them up – so and a ve- th- this will be this will be a shootout, dude.
0: As a complete forward six, yeah. they might
1: be the most in form at the moment. Yeah, yeah. This will be a complete shootout. And one thing Adelaide have that Collingwood don't is a absolute in form key forward. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. but them- Tex has his work cut out for him with Darcy, Darcy Moore. Moore. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah,
0: man. Oh, they've got a much better forward line than ours, and we troubled them yeah. if we took
1: our chances. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm going to take Adelaide. I think they win by about two or three goals.
0: Who goes to Rankin? Quainor?
1: Quainor. Yeah, it has to be Quainor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think Noble goes to Rochelle.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Jordan Dawson, shoulder to shoulder with Scott Pendlebury. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah. And hurting him back the other way. Yeah. He's just. And poke p- his other eye. <laughs>
1: that was nasty, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was nasty. Yeah. Yeah, but no, he's a he's a he's a champion. He'll be back, he'll be up and running. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah,
1: so yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I haven't taken a risk this round until now. I'm gonna take a risk and
0: tip Adelaide. Fuck, I can really convince myself either way here. Yeah, this is a tricky one, and I think there's a there's a want there's a want here with
1: Adelaide. Like I want them to prove us prove to us that they're this real deal. If they beat Collingwood, man, this it'll be amazing.
0: Yeah, well, they—I mean, they—when teams rocked up to Adelaide Oval and they weren't ready to rock and roll, yeah. Which so far this year has been Carlton, Frio, and Port Adelaide. Yeah, man. They have made them pay. Yep. So yep. if they give them, it, if they give him a sniff early on, oh, yeah, all right, fuck it, I'll go, I'll go with Adelaide. Yeah. Um, I might decide closer to the day, yeah, um, on my actual tips, but for the now, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Let's um. And this yeah. isn't
1: me. This is this has nothing to do with my. This has nothing to do with whether I dislike Collingwood or not. I admire and I appreciate the way they play footy. They are one of the funnest teams to watch. But I'm giving. I'm, I'm going to give. I'm going to give Adelaide a go here.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Not hard to. Um, not hard to disagree. Actually.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Very good, sir. Yes. What else have you got? Um, Bonds a top
1: five player in the comp. Yeah, that's all I've got. He is this week. <laughs> he is this week. He's, no, he's looking. Nah. He, he's a top ten player in the comp. We'll say that.
0: So three <laughs> three weeks ago, he was all effort. Mm. Two weeks ago, he got quietened. But the week just gone, he put together a full performance. Do you know who
1: will? Do you know? Do you, do you know who will not be um, quietened? Who? Paddy Bateman if St. Kilda go out and smash Port on Friday night, I think his lid will be coming off. Yeah. Yeah. And rightfully so. I think,
3: yeah.
0: They'll get tested at some point, but it just happens that that point isn't until after their bye. Yeah. They don't have a tough month. Except for right after their bye. Yeah. What a fucking kissed on the dick situation (laughs) to be in. Try having uh, I mean, we've basically played, we're about to play the three best teams in the competition. Yeah. And then we've still got to play Brisbane at the Gabba, Port and Richmond. Yeah. Fucking hell.
1: He's hoping instead of us next year that St. Kilda get Melbourne in round one at the gym. You know we're playing,
0: when we host Port, we're <laughs> yeah. playing at the MCG. That's ridiculous, dude. Why? When have you ever played them there? I don't know. Unless it's a final. In fact, the opening game at Dockland Stadium was versus Port Adelaide. Yeah. I was there. You smashed them. How is it? Oh, we smashed them. Yeah. It was like nearly 100 points, wasn't it? Yeah, it was two thousand and one or whatever though. Two thousand, yeah. Two thousand, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just what it is. But mm. how has it not become like a thing that we should routinely play down yeah. there? Are we going to get more than fifty-five thousand to that game? I don't understand the yeah. fixturing. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway, I've just been sounding like a fucking Dacos hater and a fixture fucking sook all <laughs> evening. But um, yeah, you know, in my calmer moments. Uh, my logic says, suck my dick. Yeah, so there you go. Well, you'll be booing Jason Horn Francis that day, I bet as
3: well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's
3: boy.
1: <laughs> um, oh, and last year, um, Van Ruin's last quarter was very impressive. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah, good yep. for a third gamer. So I tip my true. cap. He's exactly what they need. So yeah. Anyway, that's me done. Thanks. Thanks, man.